another week, another talking dirty. Oh, oh yes, that's it. That's right. That was a guy O right there, not a Ryan O. Because we are getting this shit today. All right. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm just on the fly right now. <laughs> this week we got for you. Over the MLB, we have the season awards finalists and the winners. So some were uh, named the winners and some have not yet. Then the NHL, the Jack Eichel sweepstakes are over. We'll let you know the results of that race. And then in the NBA, we have Joker versus the Heat. Also kind of guy assault. versus Ryan. Assault. Alleged. Assault. Alleged assault. <laughs> and then in the NFL, we have a Week 9 recap, injury updates, other headlines, segments, and, of course, the Week 10 pickums. And then in pop culture, we have a breakdown for Eternals. We both got the chance to see it. And then we have, of course, your jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Yeah, before we get started, koozies for sale, $7 a piece. DM us if you are interested. Um, they're warm, great. Warm hands, cold beer. Can't lose. Can't lose. Can't lose. So actually, now you want to send it on that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. To the main headlines, uh, miscellaneous sports. I'm doing good, dude. How you doing? Oh, fuck, sorry. No, it's the keeping, second week in a row. I'm, I'm keeping all this in. I'm keeping it all in. <laughs> yeah, dude, you just don't care about me. You don't care yeah. about what I'm doing. Ah, uh, I'm doing all right. Lost bowling. We lost bowling. It was bad. Damn, we're on. We missed playoffs, dude. It was like one of those games where like it was the third worst team in the league. And they help, and they had like a crazy first game, and we sucked. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Don't worry, like that's the best bo- game we bowled in like, like months." And then the next game, they hit four four baggers. Like two people hit four four uh, hit a four bagger. It's a four bagger. Four strikes in a row. Oh uh, damn! Yeah, like just like what the fuck? Damn! <laughs> we got killed by like a hundred points. It's that like, sucks. Yeah. So your season's over. Yeah, season's over. That sucks. Yeah, it was so bad. I bowled a good game though, but it was just shitty. Absolutely. But how's how's life with you? Uh, well, it makes me feel better. Our hockey team's zero four. I mean, it does make it's kind of like we're salt we're we're sulking together. Game one, I did not play. We lost in shootout. Yeah. In the next three games I played, we got fucking wrecked. So I think I'm the common. I think I need to skip the next game. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. my my throat's killing me. It sucks. Yeah. Right on the front beginning of my throat, I have like a burn. That was because of Steel again, dude. Honestly. No, it was Saturday. <laughs> I, think, I think it was like I was chugging down coffee and I burned my mouth. Mm-hmm. But then I got drunk right after I did that. Yeah. So I didn't realize that it was bad. Yeah. The next day I woke up and I was like, oh. <laughs> but it's awful. Gotcha. But uh, anyways, let's get into it. Um, first up, as I mentioned, miscellaneous sports. All right. Mm-hmm. So we got Deron Williams, former NBA player from I think he played on the Nets. He played on the Nets. He played on Jazz. And he played the Spurs. I think. I think. It, I think so. Let me look. But he's going to be playing, uh, fighting against Frank Gore uh, in the uh, matches before Jake Paul versus Mini Fury. I don't know. I don't know Fury's first name. Um, Mini Fury. It's his little brother. I know. What is it? Uh, Tommy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tommy Fury. Yeah, so that that's gonna be a sweet fight. So I think. he played for the Jazz. 
Okay. He played for the Nets. Nets, yeah, that's a lot. Played for the Mavericks. Oh, yeah, he did he briefly. Played for the Cavs last. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, but, uh, I think that's a sweet fight, though. I don't. I, I, I thought this was stupid when I first read it, and I still think it's stupid. See, I'm kind of, like, at a point where we should get, like, famous fights in sports history and just put them in the ring together. Yeah, but give me Andre Johnson versus Cortland Finnegan. Yeah, that would that'd be sweet. Oh, okay, that would be sweet. That's what I mean. Like, get, like, those famous fights yeah, okay. that took place. Yeah, that, that makes more sense mm-hmm. than Darren Williams versus Frank Gore. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. One's a point guard in the NBA, and one's a, like, a, a power back who's, like, insane. Like, I'm trying to think of other ones, but, like, yeah. Maybe, like, whoever... We had to be, yeah, the, uh, Finney, uh, was it? Corlin Fagan, yeah. And uh, Andre Johnson would be sweet. Sweet, yeah. Metal World Peace and, like, the entire fans of that game. Yeah, the, the Jokic <laughs> brothers and the Morris brothers. <laughs> yeah. That a tag team, like a WWE tag yeah. team. That would be awesome. <laughs> like, like uh, Marcus got like Joker in like an arm bar, and he's like, uh, 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 like reaching for taps his brother in. Be sweet. Um, but yeah, you, so you're not a big fan of this fight. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking. I'm not a big fan of it one because I think it's very sad to a certain extent. Like, all right, they, they have nothing else going on that they need to like make money by going and fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I think for some reason I think washed up a like, retired athlete shouldn't be fighting each other. If they if they aren't boxers, they're boxers. And they're tired. They want to come out because their sport's fine. If you play another sport and you like, it, like Lamar when Lamar Ohm did it, mm-hmm. it's different than these two. These two had a better career. They're not like crackheads waking up at brothels. Yeah. However, when 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 Lamar did it, it made, made it like he was like so desperate for money. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I thought of another good one. A B and or Juju versus Vontez Perfect. Yeah, that'd be awesome too. That'd be so sad. <laughs> And or either one, whoever you didn't want. Didn't AB go? AB would probably do it. Wasn't AB going to fight whenever he wasn't on a team? I think he was. Yeah. I, think I think he was like was training for fighting someone. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, let's take it over to MLB. Um, first up, so the A's are prepped for a fire sale, reportedly placing several players on the trade block, including first baseman Matt Olson and pitchers Chris Bassett, Frankie Montas, and Sean Manea. Yeah. So they said they're doing this to uh, slash the payroll. Which I mean, MLB yeah. no cap room. You, they they're they're not doing yeah. it to bring in free agents. They're doing it because they, they they stink. And they I think they want to move cities. And they're going to move cities. And I think there's this is like the first couple of signs. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Carlos Correa rejected a five year, one hundred and sixty million dollar deal from the Astros. Yeah, free agency's uh, coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, players who were eligible for free agency. Um, you'll hear a couple other people right now coming up, but mm. yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, free agents out there this year. Yeah, and I feel like Carlos Correa kind of wanted to get his name away from the Astros now. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> he's probably kind of like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be associated with this team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone cheated, but like, he, at least it wasn't like Jose Altuve mm-hmm. with the buzzers on his chest. Then uh, the Phillies cut Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> Reunion. Reunion? People are saying... The leading to the year 2025? Yeah. There'll be the Wiley vet there? Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, I, I, I think so. Like, I actually think like, the Pirates It'd, it'd be like that. Major League, but Kutch would be like the uh, old guy in the uh, Major League movie. Yeah. I know you're talking about. I haven't said it so long that I forget everyone's name except for... Uh, Charles Vaughn. Shane. Yeah. 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 Something, Matt, not Matt Vaughn. Uh, something Vaughn. Yeah. Ricky Vaughn? Maybe. Wild thing. That's the only name I remember. Wow. I, I remember... No, and Willie Mays Hayes. And Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah, because yeah, that's just a great name. And the fucking voodoo guy. I don't remember his name, though. 
That's the guy from the State Farm commercials. Or all State commercials. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. But, but see, like, I know I know everyone yeah, in the movie. Yeah. I forget all the rest of the names. Then uh, Jay's Marcus Semien, uh the Mets, Michael Confronto, Reds, Nick Constellos, Dodgers, Corey Seagar, all reject qualifying offers and will become free agents. Right, Semien, Conforto, Castellanos, and Seager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tried. <laughs> you tried. You tried. Um, yeah, so like I said, all these guys are probably going to enter for – are definitely going to enter for agency. Like, mm. this is the week where the free agency, I don't think, has started unless you're already with the team. Um, so either – like, everyone who's on the current team, like, people got re-signed. Yeah. Um, but then everyone else like, said, no, I'm out. So, like, the real friends will be happening soon. Then Kershaw is a free agent and isn't sure where he will go just yet. But the Dodgers are making it clear that they will have a spot for him. Um, if you're Kershaw, do you stay with the Dodgers? Like why wouldn't you? Might as well. Yeah. Your, your most of your entire career has been there, so like, yeah, you're, you want you want to ring with them. Yeah, LA is a nice place, <clears throat> nice place to live. But it could be a money thing. It could be a money thing, but yeah. it seems like the Dodgers want him back, so like they can they'll pay him money if they can afford it. I mean, I guess there's no cap. So there's no cap. Yeah, they can just pay him all the money in the world. They can literally be like, oh, yeah, we <laughs> want you back here. It's so fucked they don't have a cap. It's so stupid. Um, and then the MVP finalists were just announced. Uh, the AL is Vlad Guerrero Jr., Marcus Semien, Shohei Otani, and in the NL it was Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, Fernando Tatis Jr. So Ryan's picks for the winners will be Shohei Otani from the AL and Bryce Harper from the NL. Yes. Yeah. Correct. That's if I if I had to pick if I had put money on it I think I'm with that. I'm with um, that. I think maybe Tatis, but. I think if you if you're looking for a more successful team, like Vlad Jr. has been doing very well. Obviously, Marcus Simmons also from the Jays, but uh, I think Vlad Jr. It did had an insane year, did it really good this year. But same mm-hmm. time, Chevy Tani is just like insane. Yeah. And on the NL, uh, Juan Soto had a great year. Fernando Tatis, I like him probably the most out of all three of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hurt a lot during the season though, so like I think Bryce Harper. I think Bryce Harper won like the hitting title for the NL. So, like, he had, I think he's going to get it. And then the Cy Young finalists for the AL is Robbie Ray, Lance Lynn, Garrett Cole. And then the NL, it's Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, and Zach Wheeler. Your picks are Cole for the AL and Burns for the NL. Yeah, I mean, Garrett Cole's had a really tough postseason, but he had a really good regular season like he usually does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Burns put, pitched really good for the Brewers this year. I think he, I think he'll definitely get it. Then for manager of the year, we got the uh, for the AL Scott Surveys from Seattle, Kevin Cash from Tampa, and Dusty Baker from Houston. In the NL, we have Mike Schilt from the Cardinals, Gabe Kapler from the Giants, and Craig Council from the Brewers. Before you read my picks here, I honestly have no clue. I just picked two random people. <laughs> like I, um, I picked Dusty Baker and. Uh, so do they Kessler. do they favor like the NBA the team that like has the best record gets coach of the year in this or do uh, they favor like comeback stories and shit? Well, I mean, I last in the NBA last year the best oh, was Tibbs. That's Tibbs right. he didn't he didn't have the best record. Yeah, that's right. Um, it, it's just more of like a who who coached the best essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have Dusty Baker from the AL because um the Astros eventually made it to the World Series. I think he got put in a position where it's like everyone's thinks they're cheaters and all that stuff, and he mm-hmm. kind of handled everything well. Um, and plus, the Astros just were good all year. But I think I think the Mariners coach should get it. Um, what's his name? 
uh, Scott Service, I think he should get it because, like, the managers were bad for so long and they just started turning around randomly. Gotcha. Kind of got to give it that guy. Then from the NL, I just picked uh, Kapler from the Giants because the Giants were in a tough division and they won it. They beat the Dodgers. And That's the, true. Like, they, they had a really tough division and they yeah. won it. Um, however, I think uh, I think the other two guys each have, like, a, a claim at it. Um, Mike Sh- Shield or whatever you say it. Yeah. He got fired at the end of the year, which I think is very unjust. <laughs> they, the Cardinals literally, imagine you winning the manager of the year <laughs> for a team that fired you as soon as the season was over. It'd be like the year Lovey Smith got fired when the Bears won 10 and 6. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I honestly kind of think, like, I kind of want him to win. Yeah. I hate the Cardinals, but that'd be so funny. Like, hey, you that won manager of the year for a team that you got get fired from. What would you do with the trophy if you were him? I'd be like, would you throw it away, donate it, or something? I would just like go get the Cardinals taken off of it. <laughs> I would just just take the Cardinals off of it. Just my name. Yeah, just your name. My name in the year. Absolutely. <laughs> then you have the uh, Gold Glove winners. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, I forgot to send you the screenshot. I was reading them off. Um, where is it? Uh, where'd you put it? <laughs> Let me see. I'll... No, I'm just kidding. I have it. Definitely have to find it. I accidentally deleted it, but thank God your phone doesn't delete it right away. Huh. I don't know where it went. <laughs> I thought you had it. I did have Oh, I do have them. Duh, I have them. <laughs> um, all right. So from the American League, we have uh, Dallas Keuchel uh, <laughs> uh, from Chicago. He's a pitcher. Then from the catcher, we have Sean Murphy from Oakland. Okay. Uh, Yoli Guerrero. I can't pronounce the names. Here, you're better at pronouncing names than I am. Okay, let me see. So this, this, these two. So, the Gold Glove winners for do I just go by position? Then? Yeah, the AL. Then you got the pitchers, Dallas. Okay, so Jack Kuchel from the uh, Chicago White Sox. For what position? Pitcher. From the AL, it's Dallas. Dallas Kugel. Kugel. Yeah. Yeah. What you say? Kugel. He's plays for Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said a different first name, not not Dallas. No, his name's Dallas Kugel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Then we got uh, Sean Murphy from the A's, the catcher. Mm-hmm. Yuli Gurel uh, from Houston, the first baseman. Then Marcus Semien from Toronto, the second baseman. Matt Chapman from Oakland, the third baseman. Carlos Correa from Houston, the uh, shortstop. Andrew Benatendi from Kansas City, the left fielder. Michael Taylor from Kansas City, the center field. And Joey Gallo from the Yankees for the right field. Yep. Then in the National League for pitcher, we got Max Fried. Probably Freed. Freed. It's probably Freed, Freed, but... It's Freed. I'm calling him Matt Fried. Yeah, he is Fried. (laughs) He's Fried, dude. uh, He plays for Atlanta. Then we got Jacob Stallings from Pittsburgh. Yeah! Represent. Then we got Paul Goldschmidt from St. Louis, first baseman. Tommy Edmond from St. Louis, the second baseman, and Nolan Arenado from St. Louis, the third baseman. Well, this is a long con just for me to get you to say that name. (laughs) I swear, he should just change it to Arnado. (laughs) It's it's not that hard. Arenado. Brandon Crawford from San Francisco, the shortstop. Tyler O'Neill from St. Louis, the left fielder. Harrison Batter from St. Louis, the center fielder. And Adam Duvall from Atlanta, the right fielder. Yep, they are announcing, uh, when you're here listening to this on Thursday, they're announcing the Silver Sluggers Thursday night. The Sluggers. Um, and then uh, they'll announce everything else next week. 
All right. Anything else for MLB? Uh, no, sir. Okay, let's take it to the NHL then. First up, the Pens ended up settling that lawsuit that they were facing last week we were talking about. Yep. There's nothing much to say besides that. Then the uh, Ducks placed general manager Bob Murray on a leave of absence after an investigation showed Murray created a toxic workplace attitude, throwing temper tantrums, verbally abusing players, coaches, personnel, as well as using Im- intimidation tactics to get what he wants. Yeah. It's kind of a good, really... You know, after all of these things dropping against all these, like, managers, owners... GMs. How is Jerry Jones sitting there in Dallas just... And not having anything wrong. Pretty? Yeah. Like, who does he have... Who's he paying? Like... Yeah, I know. He's asinine, dude. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> like, well, we're gonna get into two more cases in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. It's just like... I'm reading this and I'm like... This is the third thing in the NHL. I would expect Jerry Jones is doing all of this and more. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> He's probably he's probably like literally verbally abusing every single person he sees in the <laughs> yeah. office. And you know Jason Garrett's gonna be the key witness against Jerry Jones too. Oh he's he's he probably, <laughs> yeah. he probably walked in the office every day and called Jason Garrett a little dick bitch. <laughs> hey, did you turn that offense around yet, you little dick bitch? <laughs> like that probably should have probably happens all the time. And then uh big news that came out after we posted a podcast last week. The Golden Knights have traded for Jack Eichel. The deal was that Vegas receives Jack Eichel in a 2023 third-round pick, where Buffalo receives Alex Touch, Peyton Krebs. It's Tuke. It's Touch. Okay. <laughs> Peyton Krebs in a 2022 first-round pick and a 2023 second-round pick. I mean, Vegas made out on that deal. I know. You you, you got to get like how how do you give Jack Eichel in a third-round pick? Yeah. Like I'm sure it's not that valuable in hockey, For- but like. It's not, it's not like not that. It's that not. I'm Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, like I feel all like for just a first and a second, and then I feel like the first four that, rounds are like just like the NFL. Honestly, the first mm-hmm. four rounds are like good players. Yeah, you can get something out of those rounds for the most part. Yeah. Then directly after the news, Jack Eichel scheduled the next surgery he's been waiting on in Buffalo. Yeah, it's like it's it's happening Friday, so it's okay. a quick turnaround. Like. He he showed up to Vegas and they 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 all like had like the the team sent a bunch of people out there to welcome him. Yeah. Um. He was at the that night the first night he got to Vegas they had him do a little like siren at the uh, Knights game like everyone like he's loving Vegas right now. I think seconds after the deal broke he posted a Photoshop of him wearing a Vegas jersey going Vegas baby let's go. <laughs> so he's very pumped. Then uh, Alex Tooch the forward traded to Buffalo in the Eichel trade. Said he is excited to play in Buffalo since he grew up a Sabres fan. Also said being a part of the trade for a guy like Eichel is an honor. Dude, what are you... That's a bit much. So, I, I, I can see saying, uh, yeah, I grew up a Sabres fan. I like, yeah. I, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> but to say, like, oh, I'm so happy to get traded away from <laughs> a contender to, like, a shitty-ass free-building <laughs> franchise. Like, that's just, like, if I was, like, say I was on the Yankees, right? Yeah, yeah. And they'd trade me to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I grew up a Pirates fan, but would I? This sucks. Would I like to give up my opportunity to win a ring to go back to a rebuilding franchise? No, no that would suck. Not at all. That being said, the Pirates will be good in twenty twenty five. The Sabers will not. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else for NHL? Uh no. All right, let's take it over to NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA. Uh, right now we're watching the Pistons Rockets, the battle of uh, Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham. 
Yeah. Uh, other, other than that, we're looking at a one and eight and one and nine team. <laughs> two wins between two teams. Yeah. Through what? Ten Seven, games. Uh, ten uh, games yeah. pop. Uh, Nineteen. Yeah. Total. Yeah. Ten. Not ten and nine. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, there's there's so many missed. We're like a minute in. There's been like five misses. <laughs> Most of them were layups. <laughs> so bad. I know. I wish there was an option to just like skip this game. Yeah, and just fast forward to the Lakers and Heat. Yeah, yeah like even like even, obviously I would rather watch that game as a Heat fan. But like, yeah, 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 I think Lakers better, versus like a, a number one team in the East or yeah, like top three game. game. Yeah. That's much better game than this. Mm. All right. Well. Let's get into the NBA injuries. Uh, then we'll go headlines, players of the week, deep three, and power rankings. Um, injuries. Michael Porter Jr. for the Nuggets is out for the, quote, the foreseeable future with a back injury. Um, obviously, the back is where most of his like, injury history has been for the last X amount of years. Uh, he, he had back troubles in college and back troubles when he first got to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and now back his back issues are flaring up again. So that's not a good sign, especially because it's paid him a lot of money. Um, next Colin Sexton for the Cavs. who has been playing very well. Uh, Tours meniscus. There is no timetable, but meniscus tear is not as bad as like an ACL or MCL. Um, so there's no, there's no timetable, but I feel like, a standard recovery rate, like four weeks, mm-hmm. so maybe a little bit longer than four weeks. But he'll be out for a few weeks for sure. I mean, hell, Joel Embiid, what's it called? Played through a torn meniscus. <laughs> like it's you only need it's only four weeks to recover if it, you get surgery. So yeah, I don't know if you got surgery or not. Uh, next, Jalen Brown's out one to two weeks with a hamstring strain. Joel Embiid is in COVID protocols and could miss several games. And then DeAndre Ayton is game-to-game game with a lower leg injury. Uh, he's missed the last two games and tonight, I believe. But he played a game before that and missed a game before that. He's very – it's like a very much like a LeBron, like, we'll see how you're feeling before the game, if we're going to play or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, the headlines. First one, Ben Simmons check. He's still on the Sixers. Still on the Sixers. The Sixers are fining him now again <laughs> for not cooperating with the team. Yeah, because he claimed the he claimed the mental health issues, and then he didn't go to like the, the therapist. Therapist, <laughs> yeah, like the team therapist. So they said, "Fuck, we're gonna start so fining said, him." Yeah, I, which I, I'm on Team Sixers for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but there has been a a new team who has emerged as a potential destination for Ben Simmons. And that is the Boston Celtics. Love Apparently it. the rumors have it that the Sixers told Celtics that we will not give you Ben Simmons for anything less than Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was the Celtics, I'd say fuck no right away, but they haven't. Yeah. So I, that's, I can honestly see it happening. I Which I'd be a, I hope it does so bad for the yeah. Celtics fans. It's uh, such a shitty move. <laughs> like, what did uh, Meter say? Uh, what did he say? He said he'd drink bleach. Yeah, he said he'd drink bleach if <laughs> it happened. Uh, but there's definitely... It, I can see it happening because there's been articles and rumors. Like, the Celtics have not had a good start. And a lot of people are saying they should split up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, but you can't... I... They said that they they rolled this team. It's not working. They need to change something on. They need to pick one. They're See, gonna pick I Jason think they Tatum. just need a third guy. 
I think so too. I don't know. Why. I don't think it's. I don't uh, think you need to blow everything up. But yeah, exactly. everyone's saying you have to blow everything up. So if the Celtics won't blow everything up, I'm cool with it. Yeah, like as a non-Celtics fan, blow it up. But like, if I was a Celtics fan, I would say if you guys get like a third banana, like someone else in there that can help out on nights where Jalen Brown or Tatum's either not there or just having an off night. Could be good. Could maybe be tender. Just, maybe just try to get Ben Simmons without giving up Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their defense is pretty sound, so I don't think they need to add anything defensively. Yeah, but he can also drive, and he's a big guy. So, like, yeah, they need height. And he's, like, what, 6'10", 6'9"? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a point guard. Like, he he, he definitely not he, – he has a – so I've been saying how defense is his best thing, but he does have some offense ability at just driving and dunking. What do you think about shoot. Porzingis going to the Celtics? I think it'd work. I think it would too. Yeah, it's not like he's trying to stay in Dallas because him and Luca are like, no, I'm the European guy here. Yeah, you, I'm the white guy from another. Country. <laughs> I'm Dirty Dan. Yeah, I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> uh, I think I think it'd be hilarious if that trade happened though. Mm-hmm. No, All right, laugh my ass off. Uh, speaking of Philly, I have an optional trivia question for you. I'm gonna do it. Just fucking lay it. It's off. an optional because. I don't know if you'll you'll be able to get it. Okay. Well, what's the question? Uh, Glenn Rivers becomes the tenth coach in NBA history to reach a thousand regular season wins, oh, and now is in the top ten for all time regular season wins. You don't have to because it's tough. But do you know any of the people ahead of him? Popovich. Yes, he's number three. Um, I think there's two more people you can definitely get. Uh, Jackson. Yes. Um, damn. Who? Who? Wait. Who's the coach we're talking about? Glenn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Popovich is the only other uh, uh, current active. coach. Yeah, because I was thinking there's some weird ones I was thinking, but I was like, no. Nah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge. I think. All right. Yeah, that's all. Uh, the only other one I got before I looked at the list was Pat Riley. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Heat. Lakers, Knicks. Oh, he was Lakers and Knicks coach? Yeah. Uh, he was a Showtime Lakers coach. Uh, and then the Patrick Ewing Knicks. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, I didn't start watching the NBA until like a couple of years ago. Man. I know, but that, that's like, if you knew, <laughs> you knew Phil Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I know Pat Riley. I just didn't know where he coached. Yeah, he was a, uh, yeah, he was Magic Johnson and Kareem's coach in L.A. Oh. Uh, and then after LA, he moved over to the Knicks, the John Starks, Patrick Ewing Knicks. Okay, that went to the finals and lost to the Rockets. Gotcha. And then he took a GM spot at the Heat. I'll take two out of three. I got. Yeah. Okay. Then the rest of them were Don Nelson, Lenny Will, uh, Wilkins, Jerry Sloan. Um, Sloan. Yeah, he's he, he's with the Bulls, but he wasn't a coach for the Bulls. He gotcha. was a guy during Jordan Bulls. Uh, George Carl, Phil Jackson, Larry Brand, Rick. Alderman. Okay. All right. Now this is a the, the uh, scandal story of the week. The Suns' majority owner Robert Sarver is under investigation for being a racist and misogynist. Okay. Uh, Sarver and his wife are denying these claims. The minority owners of the Suns are also with Sarver in this uh, situation. Apparently, he was using the N word, according to up to seventy Sun staffers. Um, and he, <laughs> but he claims, yeah, so 70 staffers came out, like people who work for, for the Suns, 
and said he's being misogynistic and racist. So not all of them said he's using the N-word. But yeah. 70 different people came out during this investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, he was using, apparently using the N-word in the locker room post-Warriors loss. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, and he's claimed he was quote. just quoting Draymond Green. Draymond Green was saying <laughs> the N-word. Like, okay. Like, and he was just like re- like relaying what, to what he said to someone. And he said it. So he's claiming he wasn't like just calling everyone the N-word. He just said that. Um, then the, the other story I saw for him being misogynistic, these are just two examples. Obviously there might be more yeah, that I just wasn't in this article I read, but apparently he started walking around showing everyone a picture of his wife in a son's bikini and say, like talking about how she gives him like head and stuff. Um, he definitely did this. And he, wait, I got to pull up the wife. We got to see. We got to see. Well, there's some more stuff with her too, but he, then he, he claimed that he was doing What's that. Uh, Robert Sarver. S A R V E R. Her her name's Penny. Yeah, he definitely did that. 100%. So he claimed that when he was showing everyone in a picture of her in a bikini, that she was modeling the new uh, Phoenix Sun swimwear collection, and he was just trying to see if it worked. He just walked around and said, "Do you guys like this or what?" And that's his. That was his plan. <laughs> Was he wasn't like showing his wife off like a trophy and like talking about the blowjobs he gets from her? He was just saying, "Hey, do you like the way this swimsuit looks?" <laughs> um, obviously, other stuff, oh but those God. two stories are the ones I read. Um, and then she comes into play here. She's they're so guilty. <laughs> yeah, because who was it? There was like a guy who's a coach on another team now. They just look like the fam- the white family, and Get Out. No, oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, the, anyway, this. Guy, the the main whistleblower is a coach on another team now, and uh, Penny Sarver. When this all started coming out, just started text blasting him, saying like, "Think about our what our children are gonna see in the headlines and all that stuff." He's like, "All right, who cares?" Um, I have a few more things about this, but Monte Williams, obviously the coach for the Suns, was asked about what what he thought about this whole situation. He said it's a hard process. All the allegations happened before he was there, so he cannot definitively say it happened or didn't happen. Um, he said he was here whenever it was happening, and he heard about it. He wouldn't have like held it in. He would have stepped right up and said something about it. But like he said, he has never had a bad experience with him yet, and he's there's no way to prove it until the investigation's over. Yeah, we'll see if he's not he, yeah. he's not there anymore. And what he says, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, but that that was the only investigation slash scandal <laughs> in the NBA this week. The other one. Was uh, there's an investigation going on in the Trailblazers organization? The GM and president of basketball operation, Neil Olshi, is under investigation for workplace misconduct. Um, I do not have the story behind that. It's just you investigate for workplace misconduct. I don't know if it's a sexual nature or if it's like a verbal abusing thing we saw in the with the A's guy or not the A's, the, the Ducks guy. Like, I don't know what the situation is. Or like is. somebody from the NBA just walked in, it's like, hey, this conduct's bad. Yeah, it's kind of very bad, and it's like you're mishandling it. Yeah. And then he pulls his dick out. <laughs> Check out this condom. Yeah, you say condom? <laughs> no, I don't wear condoms. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Look at this picture of Robert Surfer's wife. In a bikini. Do you, think that's, do you think the bikini works? Do you think it'll sell? That's just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> He's so guilty. Oh, I can just yeah. 100% see him doing that. When he's saying, oh, I'll just quote Dream on Green, like, that's what I did. Yeah, come on, dude. Like, you yeah. still can't say it. <laughs> yes. But you can quote him by saying, like, N-word mm-hmm. in place mm-hmm. for it. God. Dude. 
All these crazy white owners. I know. Like you own you in a basketball team. Can you just not say the N word for like <laughs> yeah. a couple years? <laughs> say it in your country club with your other white rich friends, and who will probably also say it. Uh, all right, moving on from all the controversial stuff. So I had originally had those in the deep three, and I said I want more like fun stuff for the deep three. Yeah, yeah. Um, not like hey, look at this chicken in a bikini. <laughs> Uh, apparently, KD was praising Kate Cunningham. Yeah, not apparently. Here's a quote. I think he's going to be tough, tough to cover for a long, long time. I'm happy for him. I'm looking forward to see his career. Yeah, Kate Cunningham finally had a good game, and he's kind of proven why he's the number one overall picks right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Good. So, a thing that happened shortly after the pod posted was the new uh, New York mayor elect, uh, what's his name? Eric Adams. Came out and said he would revisit the mandate policy in New York City, which could potentially have Kyrie Irving return uh, when he takes office January 1st. Uh, and since he came out with that on Thursday or Friday, he already walked it back. Yeah. And I said, and said, yeah, we're not going to change anything. So Kyrie, <laughs> if you want to play, get vaxxed. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of funny. Yeah, he he probably heard from like the staff members there. It's like, yeah, wait, no, I got to take it back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, I might do it, whatever. And then it's like, yeah, nah, I'm good. Um, all right, the last headline before we get into players of the week is Damian Lillard says that officiating in the NBA has been unacceptable. Quote, I feel like the way the game is being officiated is unacceptable. I don't want to go into deep into it and make a big deal out of it. but the, But the explanations, the shit that's getting messed, missed, I mean, come on. I felt like coming in, the rule change wouldn't affect me because I don't trick the referees. I don't trick plays. I, it's just not acceptable. Then the explanations and the remarks in return when you tell them like is like just like I don't even have nothing else to say about it. I read that directly, so obviously that didn't really make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he said what he. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's incorrect, but I feel like officiating in every sport just sucks. So it's tough. Yeah, it's just horrible. It's just takeaway rest. Eh. No anarchy. Defund the referees. I feel like each team should be able to provide their own referees. And <laughs> they kind of culminate on fouls. I mean, I don't think teams should have their own referees. Like, no, but you have like, you have like a fucking... So you have, say, two refs for each team, and then you have one from the league. Yeah, so the league guy is the, he- is the guy that makes the call... But then you have the two refs that are, I don't know, maybe. Maybe. I don't think teams should have refs. No, but like, them. I mean, they'll look out for the other team and then the, the other refs will look out for, you know, they'll look out for the enemy team and then you'll have the guy in the middle, the middleman. All right. All right, next question. <laughs> All right, players of the week. From the West, we have Paul George. He averaged 26.3 points per game, 8.8 rebounds, 7.3 assists, and the Clippers went 4-0. Yeah. Then from the East, we have Jared Allen. 20 and a half points per game, 16.3 rebounds. Yeah, killed it. Shot 63.3% from the field, and the Cavs went 4-0. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. look Jared Allen. Yeah, he's my guy. He's my number two center. Yeah, and, and since you guys do lame-ass categories... Uh, it's nice that yeah. he shot 63% from the field. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, deep three. I have Scotty Pippen or Cat. What do you want to hear first? <laughs> I know the third. 
Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's go, Scottie Pippen, and then we'll get the big men out of the way. All right. So last week I talked about how Scottie Pippen's book came out and like it's basically bashing yeah. Michael Jordan and Bulls and stuff like that. Well, he was on Frank Isola's radio show on Sirius the other day, and uh, Pippen kept throwing more shade at jo- uh, Jordan. Uh, this time it was about the flu game. Quote, I'm going to ask you this. Is it easier to play with a herniated disc in your back or to play with the flu? But I don't see I don't see many bad back games, but I do see flu, see flu games. Flu games. Come on. So he's basically shitting on the fact that, like, oh, Michael Jordan got, played well when he was sick the one time. Bitch, I'm, I was like an all-star Hall of Famer, and I had a herniated disc in my back my whole career. Like, like my, he basically called him Michael Jordan, like, soft and shit. What's it going to take for him to, like, squash this beef? I mean, just an MMA fight between Jordan wow. and Pippen. Your little, uh, your little boxing idea. Yeah, that would be a sweet matchup. <laughs> MJ and Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I MJ... I think MJ is just ignoring him right now. Yeah. And I think Scotty's going to keep doing it until Michael says something. I think Michael Jordan's going to come out with, like, a new last dance. But it's going to be bashing Scotty Pippen the entire time. Yeah, what if it, what if you he's like passive aggressively? It's like edited Scotty Pippen out of the, movie, <laughs> the last dance completely. Like anytime he's on the screen, he's just blurred out. Yeah, uh-huh. and like deep voiced over. Like, all right, and it's Michael Jordan going like, "I'm a little bitch. I'm, like, I'm Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I'm a little bitch." Oh man. Um. No, but I. I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of liking Scotty more and more from where he's talking shit on Michael Jordan. Yeah, I mean, it's there is going to be a breaking point soon. Like, if I hear about Morth coming out in, in next week, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm over this story. Yeah. I get it, he's pissed off. But, like, this is, like, the peak of where I want it to end. I agree. You know? I agree. I, I want to hear a little less from Scottie Pippen right now. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. what is probably, he's probably going on, like, a promo tour for his book. Yes. And they're probably asking him about the Michael right. Jordan stuff. And now he's coming out and saying shit. Everybody in the next town's fucking asking the same question. And he's just gonna keep out giving more like yeah. headline grabbing. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only thing reason I think that we're gonna hear a lot more from Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Alright. So last th- next one. Last Thursday, Carl Anthony Towns liked a tweet saying hashtag free cat under a post about cat getting out of his contract in Minnesota. Cat claims that he was hacked and didn't <laughs> like to tweet himself. Uh, yes. And that he wants to stay in Minnesota for a long time. He since then said he tweeted about how he changed his password so he could not get hacked again. And my question is, did he just call Jay Williams and ask how yeah, to get out I was of something? Say, like uh, who yes, would the Jay Williams hacked? Who would hack in the Carl Anthony Towns' Twitter account just to like a tweet about a hashtag free cat? <laughs> like what? But that's, that, that was the lamest excuse ever. Like, just say, just say, hey, yeah, I don't really want to be here anymore, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't say you got hacked and you couldn't. That might not be a bad snack for the Celtics, too. Oh, it'd be great, but he's a big contract. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't afford it. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know what this is, the cap situation is looking like in Boston. I remember. The Heat? <laughs> the Reunion? Cat Jimmy, and, Jimmy, and, Cat and Jimmy. Wow, this time it works though. <laughs> yeah, this time they're real cool. <laughs> yeah, Spolstra gets them, gets them worked out. Uh, no, but I just, I just thought that was so funny. He definitely hit up Jay Williams about no, that. 100%, yeah. All right, and the last big deep three: uh, Nikolai Jokic, 
uh, assaulted Marquise Morris on Monday night. Allegedly. Uh, During the Nuggets heat game, uh, Joker laid an unnecessary blindside hit on forward Marquise Morris. In retaliation. Shit got out of hand after the hit, even leading to Jimmy Butler jumping in and going after the player development coach Stephen Graham on the Nuggets. And the Heat team waiting for the Nuggets yeah, in the that tunnel. That's the best part. Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a picture that looks like the most badass like movie poster ever. It's just like they're all like waiting in the tunnel waiting for them. Um, the reigning MVP got ejected from the game and eventually suspended only one game, even though he probably should deserve like ten. Um, right. After the game, a Twitter account titled the Jokic Brothers were like Marcus Morris tweeted about it, like Marcus yeah. brother. And they came back, like, I don't have, like, the actual tweets, but basically just threatening him, like, saying, like, like, hey, Joker you're... Brothers, dude. <laughs> you see this tweet? <laughs> yeah, you see Twitter. I do the... I, I, I quote tweeted and said, oh, yes. They make fun of Brother Nikolai. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they wanted to add it. Um, it's been, obviously, all over Twitter for the last couple of days. You are defending a, a assaulter. I'm not the. Um, I said he's a, he was a scumbag. Man. I'm defending the victim. Look, um, and then, but the main my main question is, we fine. You got you can get into it. My question was going to be, who'd win a fight, the five Morris brothers or the three Jokic brothers? I'm still taking the Jokic brothers, dude. Yeah, I mean they they are scary like. I, Slovenia, what are they? What are they? If Serbian I dudes? myself was go, if there's two dark alleys and I see three, what six, nine Russians, yes, yeah, and then five of the more and the five Morris brothers, I'd probably uh, rather go to the five Morris brothers. Uh, but the Morris brothers, the twins, are big ass athletes. Yeah. Then I'm assuming the ones who the other three brothers who aren't in the NBA they're probably are probably big still stuff. big. Yeah, yeah. And there's five of them. Yeah. And they grew up in Philly, like in the in, the, in like the city of Philly. Yeah, but I can just stun though. I, 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 I think I think the Jokers brothers are, are scary. I can just offer them like two first rounders for Ben Simmons, and they'll be like, "All right, cool, but go on." You think? All right, let's get let's get into the assault. No, no, but okay, let's get so, into the assault. I said before, it was a scumbag move, and he deserves suspension, not ten games. I was saying like I, I just came out. I was games. saying like two, I think one's two fine. or three. I think one's if, fine. Two or three, and then a fine, which he got. He got one and a fine. So you know, I think two would have been the true fair baseline. Mm-hmm. But so there was a little bit of le- lenience with that. But Joker also doesn't have prior history in this. So, like, that's probably why it was more. Remember uh, in the playoffs last year? Did when, he? Yeah, when, the, when he, he got in a fight and the Joker's brothers were right behind the bench and he tried to jump over and try to fight <laughs> Maybe, uh, yeah. Devin Booker against the Suns when the Suns but, Nuggets. I don't I, So, like, I just think it, it kind of, like, amped me up seeing it, though. And, like, Morris, he's kind of a scumbag. He's not, like, he's kind of a scumbag. Like, he does that well, kind of shit. Well, 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 give me, like, five. Uh, give me one example, their example of him. Doing I mean, what? Just fouling a guy? No, I'm sure you can give me a million times he fouled a guy. He just goes for those like aggressive like fouls. I mean, he was going for the ball and he got caught with the blocking foul. That's it. Yeah, but it was like a bad. It was like a bad foul. <sighs> it's kind really. of a bad foul. No, if you saw if so, someone said like, "Yes, yeah, slow it down. It looks really bad." Okay, don't slow it down. It looks like a normal everyday blocking. Well. Foul. You okay, slow down I did, anything, I did it makes watch it slow, but still. Yeah, but you, anything slow mo makes the foul look worse. 
you just watch it regular speed, it looks like a normal blocking foul. But, like, it kind of just amped me up having him on my team. I was like, yeah, big man status. You know, it's, I don't know. Like, yeah, he came out and said, like, yeah, it was it was a bad move. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like, I liked, I like, I used to like Joker. Um, <laughs> then he salted. And then, the then, then I realized he, he, he assaults people when their back is turned. Like a little pussy boy. I don't know. I, I. I mean, I get like you know your biases with the heat, like Heat fandom, but it's like oh, I'm not biased against the Heat. I'm biased against uh, cheap shots, blind sides. I mean, assault. I, I just think it was like kind of cool to see him like do that. Like I don't know. I feel like the NBA kind of needs that in a way. So I think when we start getting into it via text, what got me was when you said like that's amping me up because I I get where you're coming from. If, if yeah. a guy you have gets in a fight and amps you up. At the same time, that would not amp me up at all because it was such a, like a pussy in the back move. Like if they squared up and they're fit, okay. and they're like and like it wasn't like a blind side cheap shot, I could be like, oh yeah, that's kind of sweet. Uh, like that's whatever. But like if if you shove a guy in the back when he's not looking, that's just a pussy move. Okay, well what if it was Jimmy Butler doing that? I'd say it's a pussy move, but I'd have his back. But I'd say it's a pussy move. Yeah, I said it was a scumbag, not a pussy move, but a scumbag move. But would it amp me up? Can't amp me up. If 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 Jimmy Butler just went and like blindside hit someone in like a super cheap shot, it wouldn't hype me up. I'd just be like, uh, shows his sturdiness. He's a big man. I need that sturdiness to win another title, dude. I mean, he's a big guy. He doesn't have to be taking cheap shots. He could probably he probably could have he probably could got in Marky Morris' face, shoved him and knocked him over, and like probably manhandled the fuck out of him. But he didn't. He waited till he turned his back. That's why I. He let his emotions get the best. Pretty lame. It's pretty lame. Scumbag move. He admitted he was wrong. He did everything right after the fact, aside from the whole action itself. Yeah. Um. By the way, too, Jimmy Butler also got fined for that whole thing. Yeah, that was bullshit. He shouldn't have got fined. His was like. Uh, it was only because was the media made it look like he was chirping a fucking Joker the entire time. Yeah. It, the, the, the reasoning was like for like um, what's the word? Trying elevating. to escalate, Elevate, yeah, yeah, escalating the situation, mm-hmm. um, which is no, false because he was just talking. He was talking to the fucking players coach. Uh, after, beginning of December, I'll probably go back to liking Joker. Yeah, you just need some time off. I will. They play again in the 29th. Oh. November 29th. Oh. They're coming to Miami. Oh. <laughs> so it's going to be. They're going to like shut down their fucking terminal again at the stadium, and then. They're going to, like, open the door, and it's going to be, like, fucking Jimmy, Bam, and all them just standing there waiting for him. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to walk in the locker room to be pitch black, and they're Do you like, think the Joker bro- the Joker's brothers show up to that game? I, I, do you think the Heat let him? <laughs> I mean, how would they really know until the last Did Do the Heat should make sure the Joker's brothers get tickets right next to the Morris brothers? <laughs> put, them, put them courtside. <laughs> or, like, courtside, but across the court. <laughs> Staring directly at him. <laughs> that would be great. No, I'll, yeah, I'll go back to liking Joker after that game. after the game, but until then he's unless a, it's Nuggets. Until then he's a pussy ass, blindsiding loser. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a bad move, but I think yeah, kind of got me riled up. I was like, Fuck yeah, Joker, like this is a shitty block. I bet I bet Vontaze Burford got you riled up too. No, that's the end. Like when Juju did that to Vontaze Burford, I was like, fuck yeah. But, Juju but like, his face. but like, Vontez Burks is a piece of shit, and Morris isn't like that big of a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't think he's a piece of shit at all. Huh. Marcus is the one I don't like. I don't know. I get confused. It could be that Marcus, Marcus is the it could one. Could be Marcus is the worst one. 
But. Marcus is the one on the Clippers. He's like the better one. Mark Keith has kind of been just like the guy off the bench, like yeah, whatever. Marcus yeah. is the one who has always been starting. He was I Marcus was on the Celtics. Him. Marcus was on the Celtics, the Knicks, now the Clippers, but he was like somewhere else. Mark Keith was on the Wizards, the Pistons, the Lakers. Yeah, I have no idea what teams they played for. <laughs> yeah, I've always liked Mark Keith more because more because uh, he was on the John Wall Wizards. Okay. Um, all right, power rankings, and let's get over to NBA. NFL. Uh, yeah, NFL, sorry. Uh, so, I, it's not week one anymore, so all of this is from NBA.com. All right. So, if anyone uh-huh. has any issues with these, do not come at me. Come at NBA.com. Okay. Number one, the Heat. They're 7-3, number one in the East. Everyone is still killing it for the Heat. Um, the losses to the Pacers, Celtics, Nuggets all suck, but it's all right because the wins look way better than the losses look bad, okay. in my opinion. Tyler Hero's killing it. Jimmy Butler's killing it. Bam's killing it. Kyle Lowry had a triple-double the other night for the win. They're number one. They're number one on the of power rankings. Gotcha. Um, and let's see, this is where I made a call because I actually think number two should be number one and we should be number two. Number one's the Warriors. Yeah, I agree with they're that. Not, I, I, if I did this, I would flip those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but this I didn't. This is playback, too. Yeah, so, yeah, so they're 9-1 first in the West. Um, so, they, like you just said, there's no clay still. But they're coming with like pole and like green and, mm-hmm. and Steph. Steph had a fifty point game the other night with ten assists. Oldest player to have fifty points, ten assists. Really? Yeah. Thirty. Huh. It's only thirty three, but it's just like that's so hard to do. It's get yeah a fifty point game while also getting ten assists. Ten assists. Yeah. Like responsible for another. He's responsible for like seventy plus points. Yeah. That's just that's, insane. That's nuts. Um. So so yeah, Steph's absolutely killing it right now. He's. If the league, season end tomorrow, I think he's the MVP. If he, he should be the MVP front runner right now, uh, which I don't know who is. So I'll actually look at that in between segments. Number three, the Nets. They're seven and four, six in the East. Um, things are starting to click. They just came off a five-game winning streak before it got snapped by the Bulls. Um, no Kyrie, and they're still killing it. I think the Nets. I mean, obviously the Nets were one of the teams that everyone thought they was going to win be in the season, mm-hmm. and they're actually still killing it. Number four, the Sixers. They're eight and four, fourth in the East. They are so banged up right now. People are missing, and they still are winning. Yeah. So like that, that they're Twizzle just still Warren comes back. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They the, Tobias Harris is out. Uh, you said TJ Warren. He's on. Oh wait, yeah. you said Sixers. I think it's the No, you're good. Um, I just went along with it. Now they can But anyway, Tobias yeah. Harris has been out. Joel Embiid's been out. Um, but Drum- like Drummond's been going off. Yeah, Drummond's been going off, and then uh. All their guards are beginning off, like Ty, uh, Tyrese Maxey and Shake, yeah, Shake Milton and uh, <laughs> Seth Curry. All of them, they it's a it's literally take Ben Simmons out of the team, and the team kills it. It's kind of like uh, the OBJ effect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Number five, the Jazz are eight three, second in the West. Uh, two of their three losses so far this season was came without Mike Conley. Um, okay. So when everyone's around, the team's pretty much the same team as last year. Still. Uh, number six, the Wizards. They're seven and three, third in the East. This is very shocking that they're doing this good to start off the season. Uh, Machas Harrell and Kyle Kuzma are actually like working. <laughs> mm. like, they're working in like the Wizards' offense. I don't think they'll be here much longer. I don't think they'll be this good for much longer. And I think next next week when we come to power rankings, they won't be here. But this start has been kind of like shocking everybody. Gotcha. Number eight, uh, seven, the Cavs. They're seven and four, fifth in the East. Um, they've been killing it off to Jared Allen. We were talking about how, how great he's been so far this season. He's been mm-hmm. player of the week this week. And they lost Colin Sexton, 
But Ricky Rubio came up and just had an insane game. Yeah, nuts game. Yeah, so I, I think the Cavs are like kind of like a shocker. Um, I once again, I think they're in the same camp as the Wizards. Can they keep this going on all year? I think the Wizards can. The Cavs is kind of like the magic last year. Yeah, they started off super good, and, and then they ended off. up same old magic. Yeah, I, I I think the Cavs have something, and I think in my season preview I said. Just give them a couple more years. They got a really solid like, young mm-hmm. core in there. Yeah, I mean, Jared Allen's great. Sexton's good. They still have Garland, right? They still have Garland. Mm-hmm. They have uh, Evan Mobley yeah. in the draft this year. He's a center. Yeah, if they could just you know keep building through they the draft. They got Lori Markkinen. Oh, yeah, and they got Lori Markkinen. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a trade. Um, yeah, Kevin Love. Don't think it's Yeah. Number eight, the Knicks. Okay. Seven and four, seventh in the East. What would you have to say? Um, couple of shitty losses. But we're beating some good teams still, so I give him props there. I think we beat the. Wait, let me pull up stats here. Pull the games. So we beat the Sixers. That's a good win. Uh, beat the Bucks. Um, we just like lost to the fucking uh, Cavaliers because uh, Rubio had that good game that game, mm-hmm. I think. And then uh, the Pacers, tough loss there. Um, Overall, we're playing good basketball, I think, and we're beating teams that you're going to see at the end of the year in the playoffs. So that's what I like to see. Hopefully, they can just you know keep it up, keep the keep the uh, momentum up here, and get a good seating in the playoffs to get a good matchup. Yeah. Do I think they can beat one of the top three teams in like a seven game series? No, but if they get a good matchup in the playoffs, I think they can they can pull one out. They get the second round mm-hmm. for sure. Number nine, I got the Bulls seven and three, second in the East. DeRozan and Levine have both played very well together, and they are yeah. both top five for scoring right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeRozan's killing it for me. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. And I also realized when I was writing it down, Levine and DeRozan are both those names where it's capital, little capital <laughs> spelling. <laughs> yeah, so that's sure. why they're meshing together. Yeah. And finally, number ten, the Suns are six and three, fourth in the West. The Suns are playing well without DeAndre Ayton consistently in their lineup. Mm-hmm. They're on a five-game winning streak. Uh, and he's missed the last three. That's good. That's so that's good. good that they're winning without their best center. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sweet. And they have great bathing suits. And the wife rocks bathing suit. <laughs> gives great head. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add? Uh, anything about the assault or anything? Nah, we covered it. Besides, even if I say something, you'll just shut it down and then hit the end end button. God, I wasn't going to do that. Alleged that. assault. Assault, brother. And that's that's assault, brother. <laughs> All right, and NFL Week Nine is completed. Um, going through the games, we'll start off with Thursday game: uh, the Colts versus the Jets. Uh, we both, uh, we both had the Colts. Mike White looked good, then got hurt. So the Colts won 45-30. We both got the pick there. But I'm still liking Mike White. We'll see what he does this week against the Bills. Yeah, I mean, he was announced as a starter. It's kind of insane that, uh, what's it called, that the Jets were able to get 30 points. (laughs) Yeah, the only thing is, if the Bills didn't, if the Bills, like, cooked the Jags, which more on that later, but... If they just cooked the Jags in that game, then I would be like, the Jets could win this game. But they just, you know, they just lost. I don't think they're going to lose again. Hmm. To a team of that caliber. 
Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, but they, the Colts' offense looked great. The running backs looked great. Every, everyone on the offense Jonathan great. Taylor was amazing. Fucking 174 yards. That's insane. That's insane. That is insane. God damn. And then the Jets like, even kind of, you know, flirted a little bit with so, the comeback. But. Yeah, the final score is not indicative of the game, by the way. Yeah, the they were up by like 45-11. And then, then the they put everyone else, like they yeah. take everyone out pretty yeah. much. Then, it was uh, great because I had Hines on my uh, team. Yeah. Last, literally, I added the day off. <laughs> I said, I need a running back. Everyone's hurt. Fuck it. Maybe Hines will do good because they're playing the shitty-ass Jets. And mm. thank God I did that because he, yeah. he got like 20 fancy points for me. Mm. Um, next up, Sunday games. First up, the uh, Raiders versus the Giants. Giants beat the Raiders 23-16. to You had the Giants. I had the Raiders. Um, so you get the point there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do. Anything for this game? Just kind of... Dashing Danny Dimes? Yeah, I mean, Raiders, they just kind of have a lot of shit going on, I guess. It's just tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a game they should have lost. It's hard to focus on the playbook when, you know, yeah, half, that's a, half your teams are getting arrested. Half your teams exactly. Getting arrested. You're, you're having a revolving door of coaches <laughs> yeah. and players. Because uh, yeah, the other guy got cut, which you'll, I'm sure you'll get to. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it's a shit show in Vegas right now. Where at first, when it was just Gruden, then, yeah, the team's going to rally around the new guy. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have, like, a cornerback and, like, a wide receiver, yeah. then, like, Okay, now your team's just falling apart. You have mm-hmm. no chemistry. Um, but one of the other reasons I picked that game is because you know how I love going West Coast to East Coast. Yeah, yeah. The games, I always think the West Coast team's going to lose. Um, then next up, the Falcons versus the Saints. The Falcons hung on and won 27-25. <laughs> yeah, I was – so I we had red zone up. Yeah, yeah, and the Falcons were up early. I was saying <laughs> – I was like, fuck yeah, let's go – and then I was like, this is literally why I call them the crack team. Like, they fucking, <laughs> they're going to lose this. They're going to yeah, lose it. Yeah. They're going to look so good, look so promising. They're going to kill it, and they're going to lose it. But they didn't Falcons. They did the opposite of Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they actually like, held on to the, the win. They actually went marched down and got the field goal. I, I don't even know the wide receiver's name, but I think it's like Zach, Zacharis or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I don't even know how to pronounce the first name. But... It looks like Zacharis. Yeah, yeah. The last name. No, yeah, the last name is Zacharis. Yeah, yeah but. He, he had a really good game. Uh, I think Pitts did all right, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then Patterson had that one really long. And then Patterson. The one long play to set up the game. I don't, know, I don't know who fucking put steroids in his Wheaties this season, but, like, it's insane. He was not that good one of the Bears. Dude, I still think just give him comeback player of the year because it's fucking insane. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's fucking nuts, like, what he's doing. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, to go from, like, literally, like, I don't know who would sign him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's to, a gadget player. Holy shit, this guy, you know, if it wasn't for, like, the quarterback awards and, and but, like, he could honestly, like, make a push for MVP. Like, a very, very dark horse mm-hmm. for MVP if it wasn't like, a quarterback someone, award. Someone might give him a, a one vote. I would throw him a vote. It's yeah. fucking, like, it's yeah, fucking insane. If the Falcons made the playoffs, especially. Yeah. But anyways, so you had the Falcons, I had the Saints, you got the point there. Then next up, the Bills versus the Jags. You love this. The score was six to nine. Nice, 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 nice. Um, I took the Jags because the Madden curse, Man curse. Sorry. Um, and the Jags won. Yeah, I gave you two points. I baited you into it too. I you thought, kind of, yeah, you kind of did talk. I thought I thought, it was a, I thought it was a guarantee. Oh, nice. I got another point on that. <laughs> which, which I would have, I would have swept the board if you it wasn't for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, Josh Kentz wants me to add a rule that if either of us ever gets swept in one week, that he gets to pick 
some picks for us next week. I, don't, I know. I'm gonna say no because I'm already <laughs> doing this. Me? I'm already doing this Madden curse. All right. <laughs> now say you sweep me though. Josh has to pick all my picks. And Josh has to pick all my picks. When's the last time that happened in our two years of doing this podcast? I think once. I mean, this is our third year doing it. I bet never. I think I don't think I think I ever one week. I don't think I ever swept you. You never swept me though. I think there was one week I had that I swept you. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, mean, I can see. And it. I think you probably have like probably enough times you can count on one hand. How many I, times I, you swept? I, I definitely. I don't think I ever swept you. I think you have like. It's I hard want to, to say sweep three. You. It is hard. hard to sweep, but but I'm still not doing it because I I know once once I commit to it, it's gonna fucking happen, and I'm gonna hate it. It's gonna piss me off. So I'm saying no. That's no. I'm already doing the Steeler curse. It sucks. <laughs> Anyways, I think I think Josh is wants to see Josh you. Allen played like shit, but Josh Allen on the Jags was insane. He had like what a sack, a fumble. And an interception. Yeah, well, I, 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 <laughs> I have, yeah, I have that uh, in a later segment. Mm-hmm. Um, then next up, the Browns versus the Bungles. The Browns poured it on the Bungles. They won forty-one to sixteen. We both had the Bungles. We both missed the point there. Nick Chubb pretty much just went off for like what a buck twenty or something like that. Uh, and, something like that. Yeah, it, it was even close. I mean, the team just played like a million times better without OBJ on the team. That's pretty much all it boils down to. Jamar Chase didn't do much. He had, you know, he pretty much struggled out there. They really keyed in on him. Um, Mixon had an all right game, but if Mixon's your star player, you got problems going on. Absolutely, I, I, I think the, I think the Bungles are done for the season. I wouldn't say done, but they're going to be that team that you just don't really want to play. Yeah, like they can win, they can win any given Sunday, but like they're not a contender. Like they're a playoff, yes, they're a possible playoff team, frisky, but not a contender at all. Yeah, so let's see. They're playing. They're playing the. They have a bye, then they're playing Ravens twice. So they have a bye, then they're playing the Raiders, and then they're playing us again, which we're not going to lose two games to the Bungles. Then Chargers, 49ers, Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns. Okay, so the Browns are the team they had to play twice, and this is the first one. Mm-hmm. Because the Ravens, they beat the Ravens. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, they might be over five hundred, but I don't think they're making playoffs. Yeah, they're not gonna make the playoffs at all. Um. Anything else from this game, though? Uh, no. Next up, the Patriots versus the Panthers. The Patriots slaughtered the Panthers. Slaughtered Ooh. Sam Darnold. He's now done for like pretty much the year at this point. Yeah, um, Belichick hates Sam. <laughs> I think it's feelings mutual. <laughs> Sam Tarnold's like, dude, I can't get away from this guy. Like, I finally leave the AFC East, and then I play the Patriots in Week Nine. Like, great. <laughs> and, and they slaughter us. <laughs> and they slaughter. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Panthers are cooked. Stick a fork in them. Um, then next up, the Broncos versus the Cowboys. Um, another Why? big another big upset this week. I, I think this is more the upset of the week because the Jags like hung on to win, but the Broncos killed the Cowboys thirty to sixteen. Yeah, like this was like what's going on? Like uh, Javante Williams like killed it. Um, Melvin Gordon had a couple of TDs. Like it was just a running attack by 
Broncos. And and the Cowboys offense looked awful. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, they should have just put Cooper Rush in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not looking good for the Cowboys. Um we both had the Cowboys in that. We both lost the pick there. Then uh the next game up, the Battle of the Purple, Vikings versus the Ravens. The Ravens won in overtime, despite the many attempts by Kirk Cousins to win. Um yeah, it's just kind of at first, I thought this was a I thought the non-prime time. Kirk is going to prove everyone wrong. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Especially after losing on prime time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so pretty much, I think Vikings are also done. They'll be like, like, like part of my take was saying, like they're they're like the new Falcons. Yeah, they'll spoil someone's team. Yeah, but see like a game but here and there, but they're not going to be good. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy though, like how good their team is, like on paper. But um. Anything else from that game? Uh, no. Nah. All right, Lamar Jackson killed it. Lamar Jackson, so like, so like he had like 120 rushing yards, I think. Fucking nuts! Like, oh yeah, Lamar Jackson's a freak. Then next up, the uh, barn burner of the week: the Texans versus the Dolphins. Dolphins won 17 to nine. You took the Dolphins. I took the Texans. I fucked up. I just really thought there was something about it. And then, and then when Tyrod Taylor, well, I picked the Texans before Tyrod Taylor, and then yeah. Tyrod Taylor, Taylor got announced to start, and I was like, dude, I think I got this. And then no, he fucking sunk. It might as well have had Davis Mills out there. But you know what's funny? What? Looking at the stats, Tyrod Taylor had three interceptions. Jacoby Brissett had two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like these. This is a shitty horrible team. teams, man. Horrible teams. Um, yeah, fuck this game. This game sucks. <laughs> Then next up, the Chargers versus the Eagles. Uh, this is just a bit of back and forth constantly, but Herbert balled out in the end, and the Chargers won 27-24. Uh, we both had the Chargers, but we both got the point there. Yes, sir. Um, I think the biggest issue with the Chargers is their defense. I think that's it. Yeah, which is weird because I think they're I, – everyone thought their defense was good on paper. It's just like – it's not as big of a drop-off as, like, the football team's defense to this year, but, like, there was something that happened that it's just, like, off. And I don't think this team – I think this team can make playoffs but not do anything in it. Yeah, but, I mean, like, they had they didn't have Derwin James most of the season last year, and they got him back this year. Mm-hmm. And you'd think that's a huge boost. Because who else they got? They got King, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, James. Who's their defense? Somebody else. So, so they have another corner. Let me look. Harris? Chris Harris? Or oh, they have Chris Harris? From the, used to be on the Broncos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I thought he, like, retired or some shit. No, I know he left at one point. I'll, I'll continue, I'll look, and I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, next up, the uh, supposed, supposed to be game of the week, but then Rodgers got COVID. Uh, the Packers versus the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs won only 13-7. to um, <laughs> Do you see Jordan Love's mom's seats? <laughs> they That's fucking put, they posted Jordan Love's mom, the starting quarterback's mother, for the opposing team in the fucking nosebleeds yeah, <laughs> in Arrowhead Stadium. It fucking was ins- I, it, that's very it's very very bad I saw a meme after the game and it was like you know how like they zoom in on the stadium before the matchup mm-hmm. so they like put like one of the pictures of the zoomed out stadium and they were like Jordan loves mom's view of the game Sunday I, I, I was gonna say before you start saying it <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I saw a tweet like that it was yeah. so funny um, but yeah I mean honestly like Jordan Love does not look like the answer I mean I think you, you can give him some more time to develop 
and you can find some more out about him. But it doesn't look like he's anything that the Packers have been used to, like kind of plug in and play franchise quarterbacks. Um, is is Rodgers not playing again this week? Uh, it's up in the air. He says he says it's likely, but there's a possibility he might not. Which doesn't. Really I, I, would, I would like I would like to see Jordan Love again. Me too. Me too. Because I don't think he. So I watched the game. I did at a hockey game. Yeah. So and everyone was talking about how bad he he was. Mm-hmm. But I looked at the stats and on the statue, he didn't look as. Bad. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Like there were some bad throws. Like when they were missed. Like when he missed the pass, it was a bad mm-hmm. throw. Um. He couldn't really move around much in the pocket, but I, I think give him another shot and see what he does. I think he needs like half a season before I'm like, here's my answer on Jordan Love. But it just sucks for the Packers because, what, throughout all of their franchise, they've just been a- been able to like, what, put Bart in the next Star, guy. Brett Favre, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, just fucking next guy up's franchise quarterback. And yeah, so the, the, yeah, I'm looking at Jordan Love's stats. He had one, pa- one touchdown, one interception. Threw for one ninety and was nineteen for thirty four. That's like a very average. Yeah, I think I think he got more up on the completion percentage towards the end of the game, and that's where those statements were coming. Uh, so like at halftime, the probably like a yeah, very lopsided. Yeah, it was like 11, eleven of like twenty five or something like that. Probably okay. But um, and then the Chiefs, man, I'm not like they win this game, but I'm like you only won by fucking six points, like. Like the Chiefs are so like, weird. I, I, it's so weird, dude. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. They're fucking weird, man. But congrats to the Chiefs and Jackson Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes' wife. <laughs> These fucking annoying creatures. Um, <laughs> next up, Cardinals versus 49ers. So, we both... Uh, you took the Cardinals, I took the 49ers, and this was another game where shit developed with injuries and shit. Throughout the week, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Kyler Murray's out, Hopkins is out. No like, problem. I can fucking pull this off. I was like, Texans and 49ers, I'm sitting pretty. If the Jags pull this off, I'm looking like a fucking champ. Fucking 49ers sucked. Yeah. Fucking Colt McCoy came out, and James Conner came out and balled the fuck out. The Cardinals won 31-17. to I'm stealing a take from Dave Portnoy. Yeah. But Colt McCoy is the best yeah. backup quarterback for one game. I caught that on Barstool Sports Advisors, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, I heard him say it a right. few other times. Yeah. But, like, no, like, he is absolutely the best one-game backup quarterback ever. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, it just stinks. <laughs> and the worst part of it all was I had James Conner on my bench and who put up 40 points. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was in a tight game. I won anyways. But, like, I was, like, looking at my score, and I was like, if I just fucking played James Conner. I wouldn't even be in this mess right now. Yeah. That's Guy put up like three touchdowns. He had like a 45-yard reception at one point, I think. God. Um, anyways, next up, Titans versus the Rams. Titans are back. Titans won 28-16. Uh, just ate at Matt Stafford all day. He didn't really have a good game. Uh, they, their running game, their lack of a running game really got exposed here to me for the Rams. Um, Tannehill did pretty good. Pretty good on his own, but it was really the defense that stepped up. Oh, uh, yeah. Made absolutely. some plays happen and kept the uh, Rams offense contained to allow the uh, offense to have shorter fields and things like that. Which, like, you, you, I feel like that t- Titans defense all year, I've been saying how they're not good. I've been thinking how they're not good. Yeah. They just, like, they just, weirdly have good games. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. on paper, they don't look that good still. Yeah. I mean, B- Bayard, is it Bayard or. Bayard or something like yeah, that. I don't know. He he's a fucking he's a beast, but I didn't know much other people on that team besides him. 
Um, but we both had the Rams. We both missed that point. And then the uh, Monday night game. So we both actually had the chance to go to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Steelers versus Bears. It was in Pittsburgh. It was a really cool atmosphere. Pretty good night, too. Like, no rain or anything like that. Good weather. Um, Beautiful night. Dude, that game was so fucking stressful, though. <laughs> Absolutely. So my takes from the game. Number one, my surname is now Boswell. Because <laughs> he was the fucking MVP. The guy being two 50-yard field goals, a game winner, and then got a fumble recovery. That came right after, like, the millisecond after Renegade was done playing in the stadium. Renegade stopped me, kickoff, fumble, Boswell recovered. Yep. <laughs> so perfect. It was the best timing Renegade I've ever seen or heard of in my life. It was great. It was so perfect. It is. It was an electric stadium. The fans were awesome. There was a Bears fan sitting next to me, dude, because the fumble, the Ray, they called a fumble on Ray Ray McLeod. Because every time Ray Ray was like, it was, a, it was a kick or a punt, Ray Ray standing back on my side, like our side of the field. I was like, let's go, Ray Ray, like shouting that out. And then, so I was doing that all game. So it was probably annoying to this Bears fan. I'll give him that. But then he fucking had that fumble that shouldn't have been a fumble. He was like, yeah, let's go, Ray Ray. I was like, this motherfucker. Like, that wasn't even a fumble. You like you should have fought him. No, we looked at like we looked at the screen. He was like, "Fuck, that's not a fumble." I was like, "Yeah, that sucks." But like you know, still a good game. And uh, then they called it a, a fumble. Still, they said call confirmed. Yeah. It's a bunch of bullshit. They looked at it for two seconds. They looked at it for two seconds. Said had the audacity to say the call was confirmed, which means by that tape they determined that yes, they were correct. Yeah. What it, a fucking lie. It's his, awful. The whole left side of his body was on the ground when the ball was still in his hands. Like, killed me. Um, but yeah, Boswell was a champ. Renegade was awesome. Um, Muth, I love it. I love how we get a fucking tight end and we find a way to make it like Heath. Yeah, Muth. Muth. <laughs> even, when, even when we had Jesse James, not even close to that, we just <laughs> called him Heath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was a great game. It was a good game, man. Um, that funny story. So I'm leaving. We're leaving, and we're going down the fucking uh, ramps at the end of the stadium. And we see this guy wearing a fucking Browns jersey, a Baker Mayfield jersey, which, number one, I hate this guy. I saw a guy wearing a Browns Yeah, Baker, Baker he might have been sitting by you. I don't know. He was sitting it, right next to it's us. It's when we're in the fucking uh, ramp, so like okay. he, he could have been sitting by you. Yeah. But we're going down this ramp, and there's like a bunch of guys like chanting, let's go Brandon, like next to us. I was, I, I was around. You might have been that. right by that, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, we were probably next to each other. So they fucking... Go down the. They're going down the ramp. They they identify the guy in the Baker Mayfield jersey, and they just start like making fun of him and roasting him. Like, why the fuck? What what kind of loser are you wearing a fucking Baker Mayfield jersey? Which I agree. If you're gonna go to a game, you have to wear one of the jerseys of the team. Or don't or don't wear a jersey. But furthermore, you cannot wear a rival team's jersey. Like you can't wear a Tom Brady jersey to that game. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, you're an asshole. Yeah, that's the funniest thing. So, like, I guess the kid, so the kid was there, and I guess his mom was there too. So the mom turns around to these people and says, "He's 17 years old," and they said, "I don't care if he's 27. He looks like a fucking retard in that jersey." <laughs> and I busted out laughing, dude. Oh, I couldn't take it. It was so vicious, and just like the on-point moment of this guy to say that, I was losing it. Jeez, that's just ridiculous. It was wild. I thought there was going to be a fight that was going to break out in front of me. It was insane. Which a seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah, and this, and this, and this man. probably like hammered twenty-four-year-old. Like that's funny. 
It was so bad. That is really funny. But like I said, though, it was a great fucking game. I was beat the next day. Good game, though. Good win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, won a lot of money. The guys yeah. next to me are also Bears fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got so lucky. The, the first game we went to and this game we went to, we had no one sitting next to us. So we like all spread out. We weren't together. Like, yeah, that's we, cool. It would be like a whole row to ourselves. At the end of the row, there was a bunch of Bears fans, but they are like yeah. our age and drunk. It's so, like... And, like, self-loathing, so, like, it was more of, like, a, yeah, we got first down. <laughs> uh, but whatever Moose scored, I, I started freaking out because I just won, like, 100 bucks off that one touchdown. Nice. And nice. I, I, I was, like, high-fiving everyone around. Got to go high-five him. Yeah. And he's, like, looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, hey, man, I, I just won 100 bucks. He goes, all right. And he gave me a high-five. That's funny. All right. But, uh, but, but yeah, it, I know everybody's saying, like, the rest handed that game to us, but in my opinion... That Ray Ray McLeod fumble was the biggest bullshit ever, and that was retribution for us. That yeah. drive, that game-winning drive. Oh, absolutely. And they did leave too much time on the clock. As soon as the Bears punted that or kicked that away to us at the end of the game, I was about to be like, they're cheering. Like I was going to put one of those snaps. Like this guy's cheering when there's like a minute forty-five on the clock. Yeah. You know. Because I knew we were going to go down and get a field goal. It was oh, just yeah. stressful as fuck getting there. I thought we were going to run the clock down even more and like do a buzzer beater. Yeah, the fact that they had any time was stressful. There's 30 seconds. Because <laughs> yeah. they were like kind of meticulously like, getting the ball down the field. And I was like, bro. Justin like, Fields killed it. I can't believe they went for that field goal at the end, too. Like, I, I, if I'm if I'm Nagy, I'm going for the fucking Hail Mary. The way the offense is breaking away at the end of that game. Yeah. You're better off. Who's our kicker? Cody Parkey or something like that? That, that was the double doink. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. It's uh, Santos? Oh, yeah, Car- yeah, Carlos Santos. Something like that. Yeah, and he, he, like it's like you're not making a fucking 62-yard field goal. No, one, 60, it's 65. It's, either way, yeah, you're not you, making that. You're not making one one or two <laughs> less of the NFL record, especially in Heinz Field. Heinz Field's one of the hardest to kick. Just go for the Hail Mary. Like, you've had Allen Robinson going on these out routes all day. Might as well do that again. Um, and Cole Komet was always open in the middle of the field. He's good, though. I, like, yeah. I think he's good. But, uh, yeah, that's all for the game. You had the Steelers, I had the Bears. Steelers yes, sir. Bears. So that brings the uh, total score to you have 96 and I had 84. Um, by the way, Joey looked at our pick and said, why the fuck does this guy have the Bears? And I didn't explain. Dude. I did not explain you got to back Bears. me up here. Come on. Yeah, I was like, I don't I'm hinge points every week in this thing. you got to back me up in these situations. If I don't have to do it anymore. No, I got to do it. You don't have to do it anymore. Because if I don't do it, they're going to start, it's going to initiate the curse more. Yeah, we're going to start losing again. Yeah, then, yeah, and that's good. I'm but like, like, realistically, they probably will start losing anyways. So I want to like. You want to keep the, you want to, you want to get back I don't at me be, where I have to take the Steelers when we're playing at the Chiefs and stuff. Yeah. Because that's also part of the curse. I mm-hmm. have to get Steelers every week. Yeah. Which I most likely would anyways, but still. I would against the Chiefs. Go, go Steelers. Oh, really? Yeah. If I had the opportunity to. You're not going to be able to. We'll see. Anyways, though, let's take it over to the injury report. Actually, we will see because if somehow in the next two weeks we lose mm-hmm. and we keep the curse and the curse is broken, you can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. Take it over to the injuries, though. As I previously mentioned, Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold hurt his shoulder and will be out for seven weeks, likely for the remainder of the season because they probably won't be going to the playoffs. Yep. Then Browns uh, running back Nick Chubb tested positive for COVID-19, so he will be out for this Sunday's game at the uh, Patriots. Then Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence is being limited at practice for a lower ankle sprain. There's no word if he'll play this week or not. Then, Who's your backup? 
I want to say it's a guy with a very weird name. Well, there's that one guy starts an L last year. Yeah, yeah. Like, Looter or something like that. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll it look might it be up. Dobbs for all I know. Yeah, we have Dobbs. Oh, we do? <laughs> we got him back. God damn it. We got him back. He, but he's been hurt all year. Yeah. Um. Oh, C.J. Beathard. Beathard, yeah. Yeah, who was it last year? Who am I Minshew. No, no, but backup Minshew. Oh. They started at L. I don't know. I'll, I'll look that up. Lutton. Yeah. Lutton. Yeah. Yeah, Lutton was their backup last year. That's why mm-hmm. I, I thought it still was. I didn't know they had Beathard. Beathard was in the 49ers last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. He had, he had a couple of good games. Yeah, because it's him and the other guy were all two Mullins, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, then Zeke left the game on Sunday at the loss of the Cal- uh, Broncos with a knee contusion, so he may miss some time. Yeah. Then uh, Patriots tight end Johnny Smith left with a shoulder injury, and there's no update yet. And Giants running back Devontae Booker suffered a hip injury in the win over the Raiders. And last but not least, Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds suffered a high uh, hip injury in the win over the 49ers and did not return. It's likely he's going to be out at least a few weeks. And then James Conner's killing it, though, so. Yeah, and apparently they don't need Kyler Murray either, so. Uh, they probably will. Cool McCoy's only a one-game guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. Uh, next up, the headlines. So the big one from the week. So yesterday... Schefter came out and posted a story about Dalvin Cook, how he was the uh, victim of abuse in 2020 from a former uh, military girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Then, an hour later, two hours later, it came out that she said, no, he was abusing me, and she put out uh, all this, all these statements about it, and then ish, uh, put out a picture of text messages between the two. I read the text messages and saw Yeah, the yeah, which the text messages... Though they don't seem like any human being would craft those text messages, it does seem like East Coast, if they're correct. Which, actually, I, I was reading it like I can see this being 100% real estate. Yeah, I can like, 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 imagine you being in shock. Weir- weirdly worded to me. Yeah, but you're, like, in shock. Yeah, that's true, too. Like, but, oh, my God, I just beat my girlfriend. And yeah, she and she's, like, has pictures up and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, please, I'm so sorry. So it appeared that, like, Dalvin's team tried to get ahead of it with the Schefter post initially. Um, since then, Cook's lawyer released a statement last night denying the claims against Cook, obviously. That's gold standard. Absolutely. So there's going to be more developing from this. Uh, it looks like Cook's still starting for the Vikings. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to end at any point. I went out and got Madison just in case anyways, but Same. we'll see how that plays out. Um is there anything you wanted to add from that? No, I mean, it's those text messages are very damning. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of information yet, aside from, like, what the facts are that took place. Yeah. Then uh, Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard were fined 14 k for violating the COVID protocol. Uh, the Packers were fined a total of 300 k Rodgers also issued an apology for his statements on the Pat McAfee show. He apologized, though, more so, like, the people were offended, but still stood by the fundamentals of the statements. Which... Kind of like okay, man. I mean, I get that. Actually, yeah, I had him. I get that. I had him as a weenie of the week, and then I kind of went back. I was like, mm-hmm. eh. it, it's. I don't want to get in the whole because like it's it's one thing if he comes like it's also it's almost less of an apology if he comes out as like I'm sorry for this, this, this. Yeah. But like for him to come and be like, I'm sorry if I offended anybody, but those are my thoughts, and you know. Yeah. I'm kind. I, I kind of give it a little bit more respect. I think I think it's very stupid of him to lie 
by originally and do the lame yeah. cop out the, where the I'm immunized. Yeah. <laughs> like like if you're gonna stay if you don't believe in getting a vaccine, you gotta stand by the fact that you're not gonna get mm-hmm. a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Like you shouldn't like you shouldn't if you're gonna if you're gonna take a stand like that, mm-hmm. there's so many people out there who probably wanna hear your voice out there. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Kyrie's doing essentially. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be a pussy. You should that's why I thought I was a weenie. Mm-hmm. You should just embrace the fact he's on not uh Vax and rolled with it. Instead, he's like, ah, "I'm immune," mm-hmm. and then he ends up getting it anyways. It comes out he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then OBJ uh, over the past week cle- cleared the waivers, and he will become a free agent. He said that he wanted to play for a contender, and it's been recently reported that he is quote honing in on the uh, Chiefs, Packers, and Saints. Which that's where he lost me because mm-hmm. I get the Packers, but like the Chiefs. They might not even make playoffs this year. They don't need more offense. And <laughs> they don't need like just about Josh Gordon. Not that Josh Gordon's better than OBJ. But Hardman is better. Yeah, it's like it's like what are you what are you doing? <laughs> and then it's like the Saints. It's like I mean they're a good team, but they don't have a quarterback. Trevor Simeon's gonna be a quarterback. Yeah, it's like what do you what, what do you mean contender? And then you give me these three teams. Like I understand the Packers, but like mm-hmm. and then like maybe Cardinals would have been a better option. Yeah, you know, if you went to the Cardinals, it'd be game over. But uh. I, the Bucks came out and said that they didn't. So Bruce Arians came out and said, "I don't need more letters. I already have an A B, and I don't need an O B J." Yeah. And then people were like, "Yeah, you also have T B too, as well." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I have too many letters." T B A B O B J. P. Um, the Rams would be a good fit, I think. That's not bad. Um, That's not bad. I saw I saw the Seahawks were talking to him, and I think that he'd be great on the Seahawks. See, you have DK Lockett and him. See, here's my thought, and I hate to say it, but it makes the most sense to me, is the Ravens. The Ravens would make sense. Because the Ravens are a contender, the Ravens need a wide receiver, and it's so, it would be so OBJ to go to a rival team and play, because they play him twice more in the year. Yeah, and it's shit on the Browns. So that would be fucking, ins- that would be fucking great. Yeah, it's like he'd be on the Ravens. Because I wouldn't like Ravens. that. But, you know. At the same time, that would be really funny to see him go off against the Browns. And that's and that would be his game he goes off on the season. Like, that'd be like one. That'd be like a me handshaking hands with the Ravens fan. Like, mm-hmm. good work. Yeah. Good yeah. work. Yeah, good work. In yeah, the that would be better. And they're contenders. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I was surprised when he didn't put the Ravens on his list. Because that's where I probably would have gone if I was in his shoes. Absolutely. Um... But Packers, then, do you think? Probably Packers. If I had to pick out those three, I'm going to be jabbing Packers. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> it's just crazy those were threes hunting it on. Yeah. Then uh, next up, um, the Mean Machines, I mean the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, released <laughs> former first-round cornerback Damon Arnett. Arnett is being charged with a hit-and-run as well as uh, some weapons charges as well. Yeah. Um. Once again, he was a candidate for winner of the weenie of the week, but he's just not big enough name. That yeah. It's yeah. Worth it. <laughs> but uh, the Raiders. He's a, he's a loser, nobody. Yeah. The Raiders also went out and got uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Uh, throughout the week too, which was expected. Then, then did you see Matt? Real quick, do you see the um? What's it called? The uh, the last guy in that um. The 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 video he had on. On Instagram? No, no. Was so, it like holding his guns up? and? Like, yeah, so it was like a guy was like talking shit to him. Yeah. And yeah. he was like on Instagram live like calling him out. And he literally had like a giant like a Call of Duty type like AR. red dot sight. who extended the like, mags like crazy like mm-hmm. weird like gun. And he like was like threatening this guy's life and like pulled up a gun in the video. Like the fifth prestige attachments and shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you look it up if you're listening. I'll show you after we're done with this segment because... It, it was Joey showed me it's insane. Yeah, 
Did you see Mac Jones' tackle on Brian Burns? Uh, in the Patriots game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bad. Yeah, you probably think it. You probably pumped you up. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> if I was a Patriots fan, yeah, probably. Which a lot of Patriots fans said, yeah. It's the kind of like shows he has heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But like, yeah, it was just a, oh, what are you doing, guy? So Brian Burns like actually left with an injury after that too. Ankle injury, no doubt. Um, then the Texans were apparently offered before the trade deadline multiple second or, or two or three first round pick trade packages for Deshaun Watson. Obviously, none were completed before the trade deadline, which leads me to name the better GM, the Texans GM or the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> How do you not like if anybody? A guy who's a rapist <laughs> who might, hey. whenever he gets approved to play, might not even play this season. Hey, you know yeah. that rapist quarterback you have? Can I give you like two second round picks for him? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Come again later. <laughs> like, literally, how first do you rounders. not do this trade, dude? <laughs> That's insane. That's just insane, dude. I can't believe that shit. I. I'm probably giving it to the Texans GM for that. I mean, the you Sixers, had it in front of you. You just the six, the Sixers are at least like going to get a deal done eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the Texans now, like the <laughs> deadline passed. You're, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you're not gonna do Fox. anything during the offseason. dude. I saw that. I was like, I can't believe that. Um, and then Adrian Peterson was signed by the uh, Titans, and he it came out that he indicated he wanted to return to football over Dancing with the Stars. So, what do you think is more likely? AP would have won Dancing with the Stars. Wait, was he on Dancing with the Stars? No, he was going to do it if he didn't get a return to football. Oh. So what do you think would be more likely? AP winning Dancing with the Stars if he played this season? It's called, by, it's called the trophy by its name, the, the Mirror Ball Trophy. I have no idea what it's called. Okay, the, the Mirror Ball Trophy. Okay, a, AP wins the Mirror Ball Trophy or a Lombardi Trophy with the Tennessee Titans. What's more likely? What's more likely? Well, neither, but I'd have to go with the Mirror Ball, probably. So, like, if AP went on Dancing with the Stars. I think he had a better or, chance of winning than winning with the Titans this year. Okay. Because, all right, the Titans killed the Rams yeah. without Derrick Henry. Yeah. But a big part of that offense is Derrick Henry. And mm-hmm. AP, at this age, is not Derrick Henry. <laughs> and I just think that was, like, a first game thing. Like, I don't see the Titans. I mean, he didn't do on. much anyways in that game. Did he get a touchdown? Like a, he might have got a touchdown, but it was like a... But yeah, like a handoff of the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have the MVP odds. Um, so there's some debate right now about what these MVP odds. There's a bunch of different informations on uh, different sites. We you, we had this, the ones you have in your notes. You looked up a website. I looked up a website. And, and I looked up different. an article. And all four were different. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go with the original one I found. Yeah. It has Josh Allen and Tom Brady at plus 350 yeah. for the favorite. Which all the ones we did have that are different did have these two. It had the same order, just different odds. Yeah. Um, then they had Kyler Murray at 750, plus 750. Then Matt Stafford at plus 800. Then Lamar Jackson at plus 1,000. Then, uh, like, Rodgers and Dak at plus 1,200. Herbert at plus 1,400. Nobody else is that. And then everybody else, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I think Lamar's the bet, dude. Plus a thousand. Plus a thousand, and like the guy's killing it. Now, like great, but but you can, you've been saying all year so far, Brady wins that. If he if he, if he breaks the record, which he's got one too. Unless it's, he gets hurt. I don't know how many touchdowns he has on the year. I'm about to look that up. Um. Ba, ba, ba. 
Brady. Oh, wait a minute. Basketball. Fuck. Let me know if you get to it first. I think he has, like, close to 25. Sorry. I wasn't... Let's see here. Oh, I'd have to do the fucking math. And Tom Brady? He just had four. He just had eight in two weeks. So eight plus two, ten. Ten plus five, fifteen. What are you looking on? Yahoo. Fifteen. Oh, you're looking at fantasy? Sixteen. Fancy app? Sixteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-five, yeah. He has twenty-five on the season right now. Yeah. And his bye week's done, so he's going to be playing the rest of the year, as long as there's no injury or anything like that. I think he can do it. I think he can. He's halfway there, and there's already an extra game on season. So, and it's one of those things. Like I kind of, as much as I hate Brady, it makes sense that he beats it because then he's just beating his own record, and there's more games in the year. So, like when it does get broken one day, at least it was broken when the it was broken by the guy that held the record previously. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like so, it's like not like one of those like oh, it's only because there's more games now. It's like well, it's the same guy. The same guy, just showing so, that he's yeah. getting better with age. Exactly. And especially if he, like, blows it out of the water. Which he may. Like, 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 if, he, like if he has, like, what some is crazy game. 25, yes, right now. Yeah, but what is the total? Uh, I think fifth. I think 50, Peyton Manning has a record with 56 55. or something? 55? I think 55 with Peyton Manning, actually. I, I don't think Brady has it. Because Manning... Because Manning had 55 that season with the Broncos. 56... Tom Brady. Peyton Manning, 55. Yeah, that year with the Broncos. So he needs 20 more in week or in week 10. 30 more. Oh, yeah, sorry. 30, 30 more. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is possible. Definitely. Probably. Most uh, likely. But uh, with that, let's take it over to segments. First up, guys, grandiose gangs. All right, so... This is dog week, so there's a lot of shakeups in the grandiose gangs. Um, but the bulk is still there, obviously. Number one, we have the Cardinals. I mean, mm-hmm. no Kyler Murray, no Hopkins, no problem. Uh, the role players stepped up for the Cardinals, and they beat a division rival. So they remain at top at number one. Absolutely. Number two, I have the Titans. I said, you know, I, I didn't think they'd beat the Rams without Derrick Henry, and here they did beat the Rams. So they get the number two spot for me. Uh, they've been beating... Very good teams over the last few weeks, and they deserve the recognition. Are they going to keep it up? I don't know. But right now, I think they're in the number two team. I don't, but I, I think if you're if this is a one-week thing, I'm just like, hey, good shit. There's a reward, then yeah, I, I agree. I mean, but here's but the I don't thing. think they're the number two team the in the league. Did I think the Titans were going to beat the Rams? No. Did I think they were going to beat the Chiefs? No. But here we are. And, I mean, do, I mean, do, you, think, are kind of trash. do you think they beat the Bucs? No. But what if they do? Like, I didn't think they'd beat the Rams, but I don't think they'd beat the Bucks. But then what if they just prove me wrong? Again? Yeah, but, you know what I mean? Like, like I said before, with no Derrick Henry. If Derrick Henry was still on the team, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But then number three, I have the Bucks. Um, they were on a bye week, so it's one of those situations. Mm-hmm. Then I have the Packers and number four. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost to the Chiefs, but they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, and they only lost by six points. Yeah. So I think they're still pretty up there as far as power rankings go to me. Then I have the Rams at number five. Um, Matt Stafford kind of looked bad against the Titans. I think it was just a fluke game. I don't think it'll keep up. But I think the lack of running backs will definitely catch up to this team. If Cam Makers doesn't come back. If he doesn't come back. Yeah. Which he might. He may. 
Then uh, next up, I have the Bills at number six. Um, losing the Jags is tough. <laughs> yeah, but that's Josh. Allen, and, and I think it's here's the thing: is like you could say it's a fluke game, but like they also lost to the Steelers, and then they almost lost to the Dolphins, but they had a strong ending to that game. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. It's getting weird with me for the Bills. But I, think I get that. Kind of like the same thing as the Rams. They don't really have a running game. It's kind of like catching up to them in a way. Yeah. Then uh, number seven, I got the Ravens. Um, you know, they just held on against the Vikings, uh, but they're a good team. Then next up, I have the Browns. Pooped on the Bengals. Um, with Nick Chubb being out with COVID, I made this before I knew about that those news. That news but mm-hmm. I still think, like, it's going to be one of those things, kind of like the Sixers we were talking about in the NBA. They got rid of their fucking toxic, toxic player. They might just thrive because of that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think I'm going to keep them there at number eight. Number nine at the Cowboys. Tough loss to the Broncos. I think they'll still be a good team overall. Um, easily win the division. Their division's a shit show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I have a number nine. And then number ten, I have the Chargers. Back on the map. Good win over the Eagles. Um, let's see if they can keep it up. They have a couple of tight games the next few weeks. So, yeah, that's yeah. your grandiose game. I agree with everything except for the Titans being too high. I agree. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe put him at four. Yeah, that's why I would probably, I'd probably put the Packers. Four at the lowest. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just think they've been playing hot football, man. Yeah, they've definitely, definitely been playing hot. I still mm-hmm. think they'll keep it up. I think they might. I think they might. We'll see at the Week Ten matchups. I don't know who they play. Yeah, I don't know who they play either. I'm saying this. They might like, be on a bye. Assuming, even. assuming they're going to play normal teams, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to keep it up. All right, weenies of the week. The weenies. Grab your buns. Number three, ESPN announcers. <laughs> um, so during the uh, Monday night game, the Bears and Steelers, forget the guy's name, but there was an uh, ESPN analyst announcer who was telling a story about Najee Harris. First of all, they call him Najee, not Najee. Najee. And like, so Najee is already pissed that they're mispronouncing his name on national TV. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he told a whole story about fucking how he slept on the floor at Alabama because he thought it was more comfortable because he's used to growing up homeless. Mm-hmm. And Najee Harris came out after the game like, that's not even true, dude. So ESPN announcer out here just like telling making lies. Making shit up. To- making shit up to make, make, make it sound nicer. Number two, Josh Allen. Uh, Josh, <laughs> uh, the Manning curse is real. Uh, you called it last week. Um, so obviously they lost a really bad game. They should have won, beat the Jaguars. They mm-hmm. didn't. Josh Allen was awful. He actually got, uh, you, you alluded to before, um, forced fumble, intercepted, uh, tackled by and sacked by Josh Allen. Yeah. He literally got baited in his own name. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> a much shittier team. So, uh, that, that is just a rough week for Josh Allen. But he's he on and he, and the whole team must be mad at him for going on the Manning cast. <laughs> well, I think now it's like official. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. week ten when that comes back, it's gonna be like, hey, don't go on the manic cast. Absolutely. <laughs> but he, he, Josh Allen did everything right after the game. He, you know, said, hey, I played like shit. We gotta bounce back. I gotta mm-hmm. play better. Did all the right things. But yeah. Yep. And then the last one, number one weenie of the week, more like weenies yeah. of the week, is favorites. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so seven out of the twelve Sunday games, the underdogs won. Yeah, then nuts. on top of that, two uh, two more games, uh, two more games also didn't cover. Favorites also didn't cover. <laughs> so if we're t- talking just a spread, yeah, 
Underdogs won nine out of twelve spread. Jesus, that's insane. That is insane. That's insane. Yeah. So um, the team, the the favorites have lost, and the ones we are actually talking to directly: the Bengals, the Saints, the 49ers, the Raiders, the Bills, the Rams, the Cowboys, and then the two that didn't cover were the Ravens and the Chiefs. Jeez. Yeah. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, this is a big That's week for the underdogs. Um, yeah. I actually, as you alluded to in Pick'ems, I've won a lot of them, but I also put money on it. So I was all profiting on the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the underdog week, which makes me want to pick all favorites this week. But, yeah, so there are my weenies of the week. All right, let's take it over to the 50-yarder. Um, is it my turn to go first or yours? It doesn't matter. If you want to go first, you can't. All right, I'll go, go first. first. Fuck it. I can't really think of any others, so it's going to be a lame one this week. But the Lions are going to beat the Steelers. <laughs> so after the Eagles' loss, Dan Campbell took the Lions team. Now, I might be paraphrasing here, but this is what it seems like. But he said they buried the tape. What if they actually went out with shovels and buried the footage from the Eagles game? They did. They did? They did. That is fucking – that is some yeah. Friday Night Lights – Motivation shit. It's a shit. big football guy thing. That uh, is some motivation shit. Rex Ryan did it with a football. That's like fucking Mike McCarthy smashing the watermelon. Yeah. That it's going to amp this team up. Steelers are playing on a short week. Uh, are we on the road in this one too? Mm-hmm. We're on the road. Steelers playing the dog. I There's something about it. I think the Lions are going to win. I, um, think gonna, I think we're going to be the first win to the Lions. I'm pretty sure uh, what's it, Rex Ryan did that with the Jets too when he was a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they got their shit rocked by the Pats. All right, and, we're going up back. After, <laughs> literally after the game, he had the team come out of the locker room into like the, to like MetLife. And he had a shovel and he buried the game ball. Start digging. He said, no one deserves this. It's buried it. You've got to go. No um, yeah, so I mean, I get that. That's very scary to see uh, they actually buried the film. Um Mine is almost the exact opposite. I I, I changed it. I, yeah, I, I I didn't have one. You told me yours. And I was like, I'm just going to go. Well, I changed on. mine. Oh, you did? You hot routed? Yeah. Uh, I, I Instead of a deep post, I'm sending the Hail Mary. The Stillers are winning the Super Bowl. Oh, you're crazy. No, we're you're winning crazy. the goddamn Super this, Bowl. This is a 99-yard kick. But if it's Boswell, he might make it. No, no, no. This is like a little 25-yard chip shot. Oh, uh. The Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I think we're definitely going to be a playoff team. And then we're the type of team with our defense as we are, we do not want to see us in the playoffs. I think the AFC is very open, honestly. For all the it good is. teams, the AFC is very open. We already beat the Bills this year. The Chiefs aren't the Chiefs. Um, the Titans may not have Derrick Henry. The Ravens. And if we're playing any AFC North team in the playoffs. And yeah, exactly. The only, the only teams I'd be worried about is other AFC North team, mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens, which we will get to see them twice before the playoffs. So we might know what to do. We, uh, I think we always handled Lamar pretty well. So I'm just not worried about the NFC. So at that point, we're going to get to the Super Bowl then. The Super Bowl is on my birthday this year, February 13th. Oh, wow. So wow. I will have the reverse Shannon luck where I'll actually win a Super Bowl on my birthday. Wow. And, yeah, Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl on my birthday. I'll put that in the 50-yarder. I'll put in parentheses on my birthday. I think – okay. If if they can pull out of this tough stretch with a good, good record, I'm going to say – well, how many games is it? Like, tough stretch. Um, yeah, I'll pull it up. I have it up. Yeah, but if we can pull out of that stretch with a solid... Right. Okay. So we got the Lions. Hopefully win, but I don't know. Chargers. Uh, possibly. The Sunday night game, so Definitely. maybe. Uh, Bungles. We should split, at least. Yep. 
Then we got the first Ravens game at home. Probably a win at home. Uh, the Vikings. That's toss up. Yeah, very We're toss both up. Very similar teams. I think we'll be they favored. have a better offense and we have a better defense. I think we'll be favored in that game though. Probably depending on our record. I'm Make sure no no one's hurt. Yeah. Um, then we got the Titans without their Henry. We got the Chiefs. It's interesting, but depends on what the Titans do. Chiefs, yeah, they're not the Chiefs anymore. Um, then we got the last two games of the season: Brands at home Monday night, winnable. And then the last game of the season is the Ravens. So if they haven't locked up already, we we could still probably be resting. I I agree with it to a point. So but before the season, that stretch of schedule looked almost impossible. Yeah. But now actually being here and seeing it and seeing our defense, I don't think it's impossible to so like win most of those games. My X factors to this would be number one, who we would play in the NFC in the Super Bowl. Because you're uh, saying win the Super Bowl, right? Or are you saying yeah, make the Super no Bowl? No, win the Super Bowl. Then it depends on who we're playing in the NFC. Because right. we could be playing a fucking juggernaut in the NFC. Yeah. Like if we're true. playing the Bucs, eh, I don't know. Yeah. We're playing the Cardinals. But AB revenge? Know. Revenge on AB? It's usually the reverse of that. Uh, I don't know. They AB already got his championship. That's valid. But Tom Brady has our number, especially in the postseason. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's my number one X-Factor. Number two, as long as Ben doesn't throw more than 30 times a game. Yeah, absolutely. Because when he throws more, like, anytime I see him throwing more than 30 times, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? We have Najee Harris, who arguably, honestly, that should be 50 yards. Him as Rookie of the Year. But... I think he, he can be rookie of the year. At this I actually point. saw an article where he's ranked number two right now. Yeah, it's probably Jamar's one. It's, it's right? Jamar Chase and Najee. Yeah, I, I think Najee can win rookie of the year um, at this pace. And, like, why we're not feeding him the ball constantly is just insane to me. Yeah. Um, another thing I thought of, too. Mm-hmm. You know what the Steelers team reminds me of? Which I 100% which, who won the Super Bowl. No. The uh, Bronc- Broncos last year with, against the Panthers when Peyton Manning strip was so old and did yeah. not do good at all. Yeah. He was basically like, that defense won them the championship. They brought them all the way. Speaking of that defense, that Cam Hayward pick was sweet. Nice. Where he so grabbed sweet. the ball from him. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he like didn't realize he had the interception until like he was like, oh. That's <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, I can see that. It would be so weird for us to come off like an eleven and zero season to like lose like the next what six games, including the playoff loss, to go to this season where we look like terrible on offense aside from Najee Harris. Yeah, to winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be insane. But I mean, I, I'll table it. I'll table it. I, I need to see the next few weeks. I need because we've been playing some bad teams for the most part. I need to see us win against some of these good teams like the Chargers and the Chiefs. And, you know, if mm-hmm. we can do that, then I'll be all on board for it. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. I mean, I did, I, this is a 50 yard or two. It's not no, like yeah. I'm that confident in it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was more of like as I kept going, now as I kept talking about this, we're talking about the game and everything like that. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm going to switch to the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, well, let's take it over to the Week 10 Pickums then. Pickums, 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 Pickums. All right, pull up, pull up the games. Uh, I got them. Thursday night game. I'm going to pull them up, but I had them pulled up already. I prepared. Well, I didn't think you were going to do it that fast. I had it already. I didn't think you were going to do that fast. Now you had it up. Uh, we'll just go ahead. I'll be, I'll be ready. All right, Thursday night game. We have the Ravens in Miami versus the Dolphins. The Ravens are favored by seven and a half. I put Ravens. Are you, are you putting Ravens too? Yeah. Okay. 
All right, 1 o'clock games. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in D.C. versus the Washington football team. Nine and a half point favorites. Bucks. Yep. When's Fitzmagic coming back? Do we know? Uh, Logan Thomas might be back in this game. That'd be nice. I don't know if Fitzpatrick's going to be back. I mean, I, they may like use out for season, but not really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They never reward him out for the season. Yeah. If he was coming back in this game, I might be swayed to take the football team. I would be too, honestly. Like, cause the spread would be game, way closer. Revenge game, Fitzmagic yeah. coming back. Like, the, I like that. The spread would be way closer if mm-hmm. that was the case. That's um, true. All right, next game, Saints in Tennessee versus the Titans. The Titans are three-point favorites. I don't think the Saints are going to win with Trevor Simeon. Yeah, it's so weird that they're going with Simeon. Like, yeah. it's so weird. Like, you, you have Taysom Hill, this guy that you – didn't they pay him, like, a good amount of money last yeah, year? Yeah, none of it's guaranteed, though. No, yeah. Because so, they're only using him as a gadget player. Maybe that's why. They're like, we're, yeah, fuck him. I'm not paying him this money. But – it where, where is it at Nolens? No, it's in Tennessee. Ugh. Ugh. I might switch, but I'll go. Are you going Titans? Yeah. I'll go Titans, but I may sw- I may I may circumnavigate that again. Um. No, I. I mean, I. If think... We don't have a lot of differences. I might go Saints. Really? I'm. I kind of. I think that's lost in home against the Falcons. But yeah, but don't because Alvin Kamara brought him back. And this is like, and, and like coming off these wins for the Titans, maybe this is like the one where it's like, uh, yeah, they can drop it, I guess. All right, next we have. I'm the, tempted. I'll say that I'm tempted on it. We have the Crackheads in Dallas versus the Cowboys. Ooh. Cowboys are nine point favorites. So Zeke must be good then. Yeah, but I, I, I kind of want to take Crackheads, but I don't want to take Crackheads because I don't think they're actually going to win. I might bet the Crackheads spread. Yeah, I would bet they're spread. Or, or, or I'll bet they're spread. Are you going Cowboys then? Yeah, I'm going Cowboys. I, 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 I'm, I'm a responsible crackhead. Okay. I know I'm not going to be able to actually get the Falcons to win this game. I mean, when we were After, saying, off a bad loss from the Cowboys like yeah, that too. Yeah, when we were when we were talking about the Falcons potentially making playoffs, this was the game where like they'll probably lose. Yeah, we count this as an L for mm-hmm. sure. Um, was that one of my fifty owners? I think that, that was mine. That they make the playoffs. Really. Hmm. You took him that week, and then I said, "I'm, I'm fucking injecting cocaine." Yeah, crack crackhead, crackhead. All right, ooh, this is a good game. We got the Browns in New England versus the Patriots. The Patriots are favored by two. Um, it's a tough game. Tough game to pick. Tough game to pick. No, Nick Chubb. I'm going Patriots. Uh, I'm going Patriots because I think they're going to make the playoffs, which was my fifty yard last week, I think. Um, and I had them chalked up for this game one. I think. No OBJ is good for the Browns, but no Nick Chubb is very bad. Dearness Johnson can do enough to make them win, like they did the one week where Thursday Night Football beat the Broncos. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I mean, unless Jarvis Landry absolutely goes off in this game, I don't see them winning. Yeah, this is a – all right. They have to this, win This is a game where I'll go back to and switch to the Browns mm-hmm. if we need to. Because I think – It really is a toss-up. Well, I think – because here's the thing. Belichick's going to key in on the run game. So that's going to force Baker to throw. So if Baker can't make these throws, then they're losing this game. But if he can, then they can win it. So it's it's going to it's essentially betting on Baker. <coughs> yeah, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game, we got Bills in New York versus the Jets. The Bills are favored by twelve. I think the Jets can cover, but I'm going Bills. 
I don't think the Jets will cover it. I'm going also going Bills. <laughs> Mike White did. I don't know. No. Unless he's not fully healthy and he gets Joe Flacco, elite. No, it's Mike White, dude. Um, next, we got the Jaguars in Indianapolis versus the Colts. The Colts are favored by ten and a half. Yeah, Colts. Colts. Um, uh, yeah. Jaguars aren't winning two games in a row. Um, the last one o'clock game we have the Pittsburgh Steelers in Detroit. No, oh, wait. Is it home? It is home. Never mind. Sorry. Pittsburgh Steelers home. Oh, fuck. First line. That affects my fifty yarder, but not really. I forgot they're home. Um, home versus lines. We are nine point favorites. Oh, that's a lot. Hey, <laughs> you gotta go Steelers there, right? Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I have to go Steelers here. <laughs> um, so that's one difference. Um, that's only one. Yeah, it's the first one. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Next four o'clock games. We have the Vikings in LA versus the Chargers. Chargers are three point favorites. I mean, I hate to do this, but we had an underdog game week last week. I'm not going to have too many underdogs this week. I'm going to do the Chargers. It's tough. It's tough. Um, I can't go Vikings because I don't want to fucking have something where Dalvin Cook ends up not starting because of this whole shit. Yeah. So I'm going to go Chargers, too. Next, we have the Panthers in Arizona versus the Cardinals. Cardinals are favored by ten and a half. Versus who? Cardinals versus who? Panthers. Oof. No Sam Darnold? No Is Sam it JT Darnold. Barrett? No, it's that PJ Walker. Oh, PJ Walker, yeah. Yeah. Mm. D-Hop is questionable. Yeah, it just kills me because they just won without anybody. But, like, can they keep that up? Is Kyler Murray playing? I don't see Kyler Murray on the injury report. Oh, never mind. I do see him. He's questionable. I mean, I'm going to Cardinals here. I'm not going to go Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Panthers on the road. I think CMC's out again, too. Is he? I think he might be. Damn. (laughs) I'll check that. Uh, CMC, where is he at? Look for the white guy. Look for the white guy. I don't see him on the injury report. I think he's fine. Okay. Because I have Chubba Hubbard, too. So I'm a league. He's only at like two <laughs> points. So. Um, next game, we have the Eagles in Denver. Denver is favored by three points. Ooh. This is an interesting game. This is an interesting game. Um, I need to see where you're, where you're going with this. Because I'm leaning, I'm leaning Eagles. I'm kind of leaning Denver. I think the Denver had a really good win last week, and I don't know. I just don't know if they can win again. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's where I'm at too. Because that's my I, only. I don't like, know if this is a team that will get them momentum and like keep winning. I think it's a, a team that's like, oh shit, you had a fluke win last week, then you're going to lose when you're favored this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I'm leaning Eagles, but the Eagles aren't a team that's like definitely going to like be consistent as well. So how, that's why that's I just mean, holding me up on them. Their defense must have done good if Dak only had like what. They only put up 16 points last and, week. Yeah, and there was a lot of it was like garbage time. They like they had like a, a touchdown. I'll go Broncos. Yeah, I'll go Eagles on. All right, next we have the Seahawks in Green Bay versus the Packers. Packers are favored by three and a half. Russell Wilson's back. Aaron Rodgers a maybe. Aaron Rodgers is a maybe. Um, that's tough. Is it at? It's in wait, Green Bay. Green Bay. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Packers, man. I. I mean, I want to. I want to go Packers too. It's one of those. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, Jordan Love does. I would take my chance on the Seahawks. Yeah, me too. But, but that defense is just not good. But maybe Jordan Love with his mom being closer to the front row <laughs> will help. It'd be funny if Aaron Rodgers made it so he's <laughs> yeah. in the back. He lies like I'll resign next year. If you you go Packers. Yeah. Wait, when did the four o'clock game start? The Chargers Eagles. Uh, or Cardinals. Uh, Vikings Chargers. Vikings Chargers. That's right. My bad. I always mark off where the four o'clock game starts. It's easier for me to make the graphic. That makes sense. All right, now the Sunday night game. We have the Chiefs in Vegas versus the Raiders. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half. This I have the no Raiders. I have no fucking clue what to do here. I'm going Raiders. You're going Raiders. I'm going Raiders. Okay, give me Chiefs then. I'm going Raiders. The Raiders are kind of dysfunctional. That's why I was the same. The Raiders them. are dysfunctional, but they had their dysfunctional week last week. They're going to bounce back this week and win against the Chiefs. Chiefs just had a fucking squeaked out win against the Rodgersless Packers. Like, mm-hmm. if the Chiefs would have won by like two more scores, I would have been Chiefs all day here. The Chiefs, but I, I think the Raiders are actually a better team now. I think I'm going to go with them. But the Chiefs have to turn around at some point. They do, but I don't. I honestly, I'm kind of starting to get to the point where I'm like. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think it'll be an anomaly year in their dynasty. And they're going to go back and kill it. And they'll go back to killing it next year. It'll be like, what the fuck happened in 2021? Mm-hmm. You know? But I'm going to go with the Raiders here. I'm confident in that pick. Um, all right. Finally, Monday night game, we have the Rams in San Fran versus 49ers. The Rams are favored by four points. And this is Sunday night? Yeah. No, Monday night. Uh, oh, the Chiefs Raiders is Sunday night. Yep. You going Rams? Yes. Um, I'll swap my Titans to the Saints. Do you want to take back the uh, Patriots but Browns? Um, no. Okay. <clears throat> so we have... Yeah, sorry. I know I thought I was going to. I just don't... No, you're good. We have, I mean, we have four differences with that. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about more, and I, I'd rather go to the Pats at home. I would, I would too. I don't blame you for that, um, especially with Nick Chubb out. Yeah, exactly. Darius um, Johnson killed it when he played... The Broncos and like basically nothing changed in the run game, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I'm I'm just thinking with the Titans, this is gonna be like one of those games where Kamara just like blows the fuck up. Yeah, no, I can definitely see it. I, yeah. I hope so. I have Kamara in the one league, mm-hmm. but so with our differences for this week, uh, you have the Titans, I have the Saints. You have the Steelers, I have the Lions. I uh, you have the Eagles, I have the Broncos, and you have the Chiefs, I have the Raiders. All right, what's the scores? Ninety six to eighty four. All right, I'm gonna take another add add, add four more points to my hand. My lead here. All right. Pop culture? You might sweep. Pop culture? You might sweep. I mean, before you take the hand the, the, the hand off the chest piece, do you want to go pop culture or do you want to change some picture around? No, I'm going, uh, let's go pop culture. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's get into some pop culture now. So, uh, first up, movies. Uh, the big thing from the week, Eternals dropped. Um, we both got a chance to see it. There's obviously some mixed reviews going around about it. Uh, one of the worst-rated Marvel movies. But not poorly rated, just lowest rating for Marvel. Yeah. Um, so, you want to go first what you thought, or you want me to take it? or um, How about... We both give our initial reactions. Okay, okay. And then you just want to give a quick like uh, overview of the movie. I think yours is more critical, so why don't you go first? Then I lighten the mood a little bit. 
Um, so I, I, I didn't love it. Um, I didn't hate it, though. I don't think it's the worst Marvel movie by any standpoint. Mm. I could probably name three worse ones than this movie. Yeah. However, I basically thought, I agree, this is, uh, I'm stealing this take from uh, one of the three sources I, I've listened to when I watch nerdy stuff. Um, it's like a movie where an old team gets back together, but usually movies like that, that happens in the first act, and in the second act, they start doing shit. The first, like, first and second acts were just literally getting the team back together. Like, yeah. mixed in with a bunch of, like, flashbacks and flash-forwards and this and that. I didn't love the plot. I, I don't think that a lot of it... I think there's a lot of stuff I didn't like. Um, I liked a lot of the characters. I liked a lot of the scenery mm-hmm. and, like, the... Cinematography. The sh- actually, yeah, cinematography of the actual movie. Um, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't the best. Like, like when Icarus flew into the sun. Yeah, that was that so goddamn stupid. That was one of my goals. Um, whenever, like, anything, I, she's a kid, but, like, Sprite, her acting was very childish. Like, mm-hmm. Obviously, she's a child actor, but, like, still. Yeah. I don't know. There's a say, um, you know, you said, like, the underutilization of Dane Whitman, because they're setting him up for the future. But, like, it's still, like, I don't know. I, I, the more I've been, like, watching everything, and more I've been, like, watching, like, videos breaking things down, predictions, all that stuff, the more I was like, this is not a good movie. Yeah, but um, also wasn't my hopes weren't that high going into it. Yeah, first, so I was not. And, and you saw it first, so your your review kind of gave me lower expectations. Mm-hmm. But um, so it may, it may have factor in this. But my biggest gripes, like you were saying, Icarus just flying into the sun. So you have this whole climatic event for the end of this uh, for the end of the movie where Icarus is like, "I love you. I can't kill you." It's like, "All right, cool. So are you good now? Or are you gonna What's like just go off into the distance?" No, I'm gonna go kill myself in the sun. Like, alright, dude. Like, which what's the point? <laughs> which another thing I didn't like, they're just robots. Yeah, uh They're synthetic. They're synthetic yeah, life woods. I, 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 I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. But I didn't love it because now you just bring Icarus back whenever just may he'll be a new evil one again because they have That's true. Endless it does, amount give, it does of, give like a a plot cop out kind of yeah it's like they, 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 the the slugs keep making more Icaruses. um i didn't like so i don't think i i don't think it was that i didn't like richard madden's acting for icarus i didn't like the character as a whole i feel yeah i think so the whole first scene where the deviant shows up in it was in london or something mm-hmm. and icarus just flies in it was like i was tracking this one it's like yeah you're evil I was like, you're a bad guy. Like, you weren't just tracking it and showed up all of a sudden. Like, you were you were the cause of this somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I called that from the very beginning. Because um, in the end, it did turn out that he was like, essentially, he knew about the Deviants and then killed uh, Ajax to the end. Like, pretty much gave the first Deviant, like, the better powers. Yeah. The healing abilities. Um, before, I don't want to keep interrupting mm-hmm. anything that. But you just made me think of something that I didn't think of before. I didn't realize that Chris could be evil. Mm-hmm. But I think the movie did a good job where they don't reveal that early. Uh, but they still want you to root against them. Because they set up Dane Whitman and Circe's uh, yeah. relationship so great. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a douche ex-boyfriend. So from the <laughs> beginning, I was always like, pilot. I don't like him. That's the funny part. The yeah. pilot. Oh, is this the pilot? Yeah, it's <laughs> the pilot. Um, from the beginning, I, I didn't like him. But I didn't think mm-hmm. he was going to be evil. But like... I think the movie did good for that. So Side thing I wanted, this is just fanboy me, but in Game of Thrones, the last thing uh, Rob Stark said to Jon Snow, We're next black. time I see you, we'll be wearing black. 
really wanted Kit Harington to be wearing black in that scene where they met. Yeah. That was just me, though, but that's fun. Um, the other thing, so, like, halfway through the movie, Sprite just comes out and says, I'm in love with Icarus, or, like, fucking... Oh, I forgot about or, that. Or, or uh, Kamala Nanji, whatever the hell his name is, like, call, calls her out calls for her it. Out, yeah. And it's like, okay, but, like, you didn't even develop this kind of concept. The only kind of basis we have for it was, as soon as Icarus showed up, she went up and hugged him and was like, Icarus! And, like, that was it. And it's yeah. like, I get it, and I'm sure, like, if you develop that more, it'd be better of a reveal, but it's like, it was kind of poorly done yes. for me. Um, and then, like, her kind of tag-teaming her with him with the end, I feel like it was a, just a way to have another character there to kind of, like, help Icarus out, help Icarus out in case he gets into a bind, just kind yeah. of, like, you know, helping the plot develop there. Um, what, and... What you were saying reminded me of two things, I didn't like. <laughs> so, obviously, that, the whole mm-hmm. Sprite thing... Um, actually, another thing I don't like and a thing I do like, uh, Camille, Camille's character is leaving the final battle. Like, hey, I, I, I kind of agree with Icarus here, but I don't want to fight you guys. I didn't hate So that. I'm leaving. I mean, he's like one of the, the, the guys, like, the, he's one of the best characters of the whole movie. Yeah, he, and he just leaves the, best, in the yeah. final act. That's true. That's kind of stupid. That's true. Um, I, I agreed with the character's take in the moment. I agree with the character's take, but I don't, I, I disagree with... That should be his take. I think that should have been like Druig's take or something. Not Druig, because Druig is very anti, like yeah. the, the establishment. But someone else's take. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be like Festos or something. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't think of many more negatives off um, the top of my head. Positive. Yeah. I love the cab driver. The, the driver. Oh yeah, he was the best. He was the, so the low key the that, best part. That was another one of my gripes. I wanted more Kit Harrington. I understand it's an Eternals movie. Yeah. He's not a member of the Eternals, but you introduced him early. And I wanted more of him in the movie. I wanted him to kind of be that cab driver character where, hey, I'm the human. I don't understand your world. What happened in the past? You mm-hmm. need to explain it to me again so I understand. And so the audience understands. Yeah. Um, I kind of want a Kit Harrington to be that role because I love this character and I want to see more of it. Which obviously we will see it in the future, but it just sucks we didn't get more of it in this movie. I 100% agree. Um, that was the major gripes that I can think of. Oh, the other gripe... Um, a lot of flashbacks. I'm, sometimes it can be done well where you have progression of a story, flashback. More progression of that same story, another flashback, and kind of keep that script going. I didn't like the way they did it, though. It, it kind of just took of me away from the action of the movie. Um, and then last final break, I went into this movie. I was pretty high at the beginning of it. And as soon as I saw words on the screen and you told me it was like meh for you, I was like, fuck, I have to read right now. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, this is going to be hard. <laughs> so I'm like trying to read and understand the goddamn universe. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not catching this all. Like, I hope this doesn't ruin the movie for me. But it really didn't. But that was just no. like, a, that was a very small gripe. I think it dragged, the movie drags it along. Now with positives, like I was kind of saying earlier, I love Kit Harrington's character. Um, like you were saying, the, the uh, relationship with uh, Cersei was great. Mm-hmm. Um, other characters I loved. So obviously we're saying... Uh, yeah, yeah, his, his. I can't remember his name in the sh- in the actual character. It's character like name. it's like uh, Kingo, something like that. Yeah. Um, didn't like his power. Just like blast pew pew. Well, whatever he slid on that deviant and blew his head off. That, that was, was cool. Yeah, that was real. Sick. Um, I loved uh, Fastos was cool too. I liked him. I liked how we had his the family dynamic too. too. Yeah, the family dynamic was good. Um, and who's the other one I really? I like Cersei. Cersei was good too, and I love the relationship between uh, 
Athena and Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Um, he was I just kind of like, like the dying early. He, yeah, I didn't, but somebody had, like, people had to die in this movie. Yeah. Um, but the, he, him being the rock for Athena, that was awesome. Yeah, I, um, that's why that's why I was kind of mad they died. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because but I that thought kinda, that was a great dynamic. But, but kinda, you needed it. And, like, that's another, that's kind, kind of, of, Athena a, out of that's kind of a little gripe in a way, too, because I feel like it would have been a good point to make her be the one that goes evil in a way because the rock's gone. The, mm-hmm. the, her rock is gone and she can't hold it together anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that. It would have been better if Thena went with Icarus than Sprite and having that whole I love you thing. Oh, yeah. I feel. But it's like, fuck this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Gilgamesh is going. Uh, one thing that people complain about that I actually liked is how the uh, Cronus, like the evil, the main deviant died. Mm-hmm. How Thena was like, looked like you about to get everything that she's like, and killed him. I yeah. thought it was great. No, that was great. Yeah. Because um, obviously the more powerful it, threats shifted to Icarus at that point, so you don't need to have two powerful threats mm-hmm. going on. Like the deviants yeah, was getting annoying. cluttered. Yeah, so, so I kind of like the quick end because it's kind of comedic too. Yeah, and like, honestly, I mean, you're going to gripe about villains dying in a Marvel movie. Like, where have you been the last 10 years? Yeah, exactly. Like, that always happens, man. Like, come on. Absolutely. Um, but like you're saying, the cinematography is awesome. The scene with the celestial rising from the ocean, I, I don't know if you mentioned it on here, but you, that was fucking incredible. Beautiful. And then like, um, when they turned the marble, that's even sweeter looking. And then, and then they just turned it to ice, and I'm like, okay, marble. so... Oh, it was marble? Yeah. So that thing's just going to stay there for the rest of time. It's now a rock. It's a statue. That's insane. So, like, we're just going to have to, like, keep note of this? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it, right? I mean, I don't think there's anything else. After credit scenes are great, I thought. The after credit scenes were fantastic. Um... Spoiler warning, I guess, if you didn't see, you don't want to hear about the after credit scenes. Um, oh, we spoiled the entire movie. We didn't spoil it. <laughs> we didn't give a warning or a clock or anything. All right, wait, wait. I don't know about Harry Styles. All right, I'm for it. You're for it? Absolutely. So he is playing uh, Eros. Eros, the brother of Thanos. Mm-hmm. And then we got Pip, who is CGI Patton Oswald. Yes, sir. Um. Okay. Eros I mean, in the comics is pretty sweet. Star Fox, he... Uh, He's literally an eternal. He's just an eternal mm-hmm. um, who uh, he's like just a strong guy. Whatever flies, yeah. but he has one power where he basically can like influence people. Yeah, and he's so charming towards men and women that he can basically just get whatever he wants. Okay, and there's a point in the comics where he got me tooed, <laughs> like recently in the last couple of years, where he got me tooed for like using his powers for like. To hypnotize girls into sleeping with them, uh, um, and and like there's a whole like when the Me Too movie was going on, they put him on trial where She Hulk prosecuted him, and uh, he actually went to not Doctor Strange but someone and asked for the power to do that to be removed from him. <laughs> it was weird, but I I think he I think Harry Styles is perfect for the role because that, his, yeah his power funny. basically is he can persuade whoever because he's so charming. Yeah, that's kind of funny then. Yeah. Um, I think what might be best for the Eternals moving forward is to just do a TV series. That's what uh, Les Carl Barcel said. This movie would be way better really? if it was a nine episode. Disney I didn't even hear show. them say that. But yeah, yeah, no, I, think, I kind of forgot about it. Too, so right there. Like, yeah, they 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 they, and they mapped out episode one would be this, two would be this, mm-hmm. and one would be the whole movie. Yeah, and so like because you kind of have like the end of the movie kind of split up the Eternals, so you have a few of them going to like meet other Eternals and like warn them about you know what their origin and things like that and what they really do. Then you have another group who was captured by the Celeste, uh, what was the name? Erisham or something. Yeah, Erisham. Yeah, and he was 
taken by Arisham to essentially determine if what they did was okay and they're gonna and he's gonna come back with judgment on Earth. Which I saw some theories that maybe that leads to Galactus. Like yeah. the judgment's negative and he sends Galactus to take care of the Earth. Yeah. Um so that could be cool. Um but I think like having a TV series like that and then you kind of build the Arisham thing mm-hmm. in the like end of the episode kind of post credit scene to building to the penultimate episodes. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good way to do it. But I don't think it deserves a rotten score. I think it deserves at least like a 60%. Um, I'm thinking like a 6.5 six, 6.5 six, out of 10. I give it a solid 5.96. 5.96. Five, six. Yeah. No roundup? <laughs> I, 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 I think it deserves to be fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. 5.61. Whatever. Yeah, I, I, I just think, I think it was a good enough origin story. And it, you gotta think, it's it's hard, too, to, like, you know, do an origin story for all these characters. For a team of people. And yeah. yeah. And I agree. Um, that most people have no idea who these people are. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like, it's like a Captain America, like, thing like that, where you know who the fuck Captain America is. Yeah, know? absolutely. Um, now, what movies were better than this? I mean, this was better than The Hulk, this was better than... What movie, do you mean what movies are worse than this? Yes, I'm about to say, yeah. Thor two is worse. Thor two is worse than this. I think Captain Marvel. I, I think I think I like this one better than Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel's worse than this. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't know if it's completely worse. Worse. It's probably the same level. It's yeah. It's kind of on the same level. If it's like, would you rather watch Eternals again or Captain Marvel? Did again? you know Cersei know was in Captain Marvel? No. Nope. She was one of the Kree uh, warriors. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. Um. So Captain Marvel, Thor two. Ultron? Ultron? I, I, I've, I've gained better, more appreciation for Ultron as well. I have too, but I know you don't like it, so I wanted to see what you put No, no, I, I, I like, I don't love it, but I like it better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Iron Man, Iron Man 2? 2? I was say maybe Iron Man 2. I, I, th- I think I'd 2. put Thor Dark World, Iron Man 2, Captain Marvel, and if we include the Incredible Hulk, that, mm-hmm. worse than this. I agree. I 100% agree with that list. Maybe the, the tough ones are like Captain America First Avenger for me oh, I love it. and Thor 1. Because I did like them, oh, but it's tougher to judge them because they were so early on when they were like developed and shit. But. Yeah, but the fact that like you're still not going to make them worse than the movies that are just coming out. Ant Man and the Lost 2. Ant Man 2. Uh, I, I like the Ant Man 2 better than this. It's funny. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not there's some that are worse than this movie, and there's a lot that are better. But I think it, on the same I level. think it deserves to be fresh. If you're gonna give Thor: Dark World fresh score, you gotta give this a fresh. score. Absolutely, this shouldn't be the low score mm-hmm. by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else for Eternals? No. All right, trailers. All we had was Stranger Things season four. Looks pretty damn good. Looks like it's gonna be like pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, it's a uh, spring break. Yeah. Spring break. Spring break forever. No consequences. Cue the James Franco's uh, riffraff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's no Hopper, which I like. There's no mm-hmm. Hopper in the trailer. They're all focused on the kids. Um, pretty much, uh, what's his name? Will and uh, Eleven are like in school, and like she's just writing letters to Mike about like getting ready for spring break. Um, so I think it, I think they're in high school at this point. I think they're in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like she moved to Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. She moved to Chicago. Um, so it's good. I feel like the first third or half of the season is going to be them split apart 
then they'll come together in the end and all work together get the demi with whatever together. is going on with Hopper. Yeah, but it looks it looks like it's gonna be good though. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the trailer yet. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's rumors that Billy might be back. Ooh, there's some rumors floating. I don't know. Maybe I would love it. Wolverine, I think he'd be great. Wolverine. Absolutely. That's just a side note. But all right, then next up, I had Paul Rudd was named sexiest man of 2021. I love it. <laughs> Cue the meme. Look at us. 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 I would who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> and He's then it's a man. <laughs> that apparently they're making a new Friday Night Lights movie. It's planned right now, and a possible TV show reboot after it. You're a big oh. Friday Night Lights guy. So it's gonna be tough, but you got to get a good replacement for Coach Ta- Taylor's. Did he die or something? No, no, no. But like, you're not gonna get the same guy. I would imagine. I mean, enough times passed. He's like, all right, bring him back. Kyle Chandler. I don't know if you can get him back. I mean, he's not doing anything, but, like, I don't... It'd be more weird if it, if he was... Do, like, if he was still coach. Like, you know, it's, like, 20 years later or whatever, like... Yeah, but there's some high school teams that have, like, the same coach forever. Yeah, but he, like... The way it ended, he's oh, yeah, not with the team anymore. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That, that's the difference, then. Yeah, so... I thought maybe Andy he's still the coach. No, he's not the coach anymore. It, there is a weird... I, it's still a great show, and it splits at a certain point. Where the whole cast changes, except for like very key main characters, mm-hmm. um, but it's still good. Like the it's the last season or two, I think, that it has these new characters, and that's where like Michael B. Jordan comes in. Mm-hmm. So he kills it. He's great. He's like the fucking like tough guy. Like he's like the quarterback that has all the talent, but he has off field issues. Yeah, it's it, great. Like character. that one linebacker got long hair. Yeah, like Riggins. Riggins. Yeah, yeah Riggins. Oh, Riggins is the best. Um, but yeah, I think I think it can be done right, but you got to get a good like coach, like mentor mm-hmm. guy. Um, then Benedict Cumberbatch, Cabbage Patch, uh, claims he gave himself nicotine poisoning three times while filming his new movie, Power of the Dog. <laughs> I just put the same, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I had to look up nicotine poisoning. After you, 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 <laughs> nic- like, you get nicotine poisoning anytime you do chew on this. <laughs> I was like, one time, didn't you do a full horseshoe? I didn't know nicotine poisoning was a thing. I thought it was just like cancer and you're done. That's it. I didn't know there was like a middle ground. Yeah, when you get like the spins and get sick from it. Yeah, and like headaches and shit. Yeah, I get that stuff. Oh, I never know. Like, like, say, say like you smoke too much. I never knew there was a title for it. Yeah, I mean, I would say like you when you don't feel good after doing nic- too much nicotine. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was just like, Sam. Same, bro. Then, uh, the last thing I had, so that movie set for Russ where Alec Baldwin killed a girl. So, now there's a crew member that may need an arm amputated after a venomous spider bite. This movie should never come just, out. Just stop. Yeah. Just stop true. production. Yeah, just, this, this movie should never come out. We're done. <laughs> we're done. This movie should never come out. Like, you can't have the first thing, let alone an amputated arm venomous spider bite. Yeah. Like, you got to shut down at this point. Absolutely. Like, let's pack it up, guys. We're going out. We're out of here. It's a wrap. Jesus. Um, that's all I have for movies, though. Anything you want to uh, toss in? Two, two things about one movie. Okay. Spider-Man. Three uh, things. Yeah, three I guess. things yeah. about I, one movie. I forgot to put this in. Yeah, three things about one movie. One, the movie poster yeah. released the Green Goblin on it. Yeah, yeah, and sand and all that shit. Yeah, not that big of a deal. Second thing, though, kind of going with it was Lance Kimmer Barstool 
I know I reference them a lot this episode, mm-hmm. but I listen to them twice a week, so assume I get a lot of pop culture just from them. They released it a day late, and they said off the top, sorry guys, the reason we waited was because I have a very good source in like the industry that said that the Spider-Man trailer is going to drop during Monday Night Football. And like the, 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 the like this last uh, Spider-Man and No Way Home trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was hearing too. Yeah, and he and he said I had someone who's very, very like, confident about it. So on Sunday we pushed it back, and then when we came in Monday, I got text from him saying, "Never mind, it's not this week." So maybe I'm saying maybe it's like next week or the week after. It's soon. Yeah, it's kind. I of think weird. the fact that there was like hardcore like insider scoops saying like. Yo, it's about to come out. I think it's gonna come out any, like literally any day now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then three, uh, I don't. This I mean, I don't take this like with. I take these with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But there was uh, for Ghostbusters, there was an interview with Paul Rudd where someone said, "Is Ant Man gonna show up in Spider Man?" And he just did like a fake camera froze for three minutes. So so instead of saying no, yes, whatever, yeah. his reaction was like, "Uh, I don't," and froze. <laughs> I mean, look, if they're going to start bringing in other heroes, like, this movie's going to have to be, like, six hours long. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be either, but I could see it being an after credit scene. And that's where he's, like, uh, ooh. Like, like, setting up, like, more Kang stuff. Ooh. That's, my, that's my original thought when I saw that. Ooh, I like that. Because, like you, yeah, you don't yeah. want to throw everyone in there, yeah. but technically you're And that one's, it. like, coming out after... 2023, but oh, it is 2023. It's early 2023. Yeah. I, I can see it. And while I was doing that, I was remembering something else about Ant-Man... They ran the Ant Man account randomly tweeted something today. Really? They got everyone like, "Oh my god!" That's what made this made all this come do, up. Do you think we're gonna get the Spider Man? What? Do you think we're gonna get the Spider Man? What do you mean? In far in No Way Home. The Spider Man. The Spider Man. Oh yeah, I think so. I think you're not gonna see anything before the movie. I think it's gonna be one thing that you go to the movie theater for, and that's the only thing they surprise you with. There, this entire time when there's smoke, there's fire. Like every time, all right, Alpha Marine is going to be in it. No it's way. Just we haven't announced. had something like that in a while with these recent Marvel movies. Like I feel like there hasn't been that moment where we're like, that wasn't in the trailer or that was different in the trailer. You know what I mean? Well, I think there's a, both Infinity War and Endgame did a great. Yeah, no, 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 but I mean since Endgame, yeah. like all the recent Marvel movies that have come out, there's not been like that moment where I'm watching the movie and I'm like, oh, they took that from the trailer and changed it. Yeah. You know, like a Thor without, with two eyes and one eye. You know what I mean? Like, a situation like that. So, like, we haven't really had a moment like that. (sighs) Oh, yeah, so they tweeted, it's about time. It's just all Screen Rant talks about, you know what I mean? And I'm like... They randomly tweeted, it's about time. (laughs) And and everyone's just freaking out. I think that's about Paul Rudd. Yeah, probably. Probably, but everyone's, like, being all cryptic with, like, time and Kang and weird shit. I just, I just hope, I just hope if all the Spider-Men are in this movie, that it's done right. I think so. I think it will be, I think it won't be anything like, well, remember the one theory I threw out there? Where, like, Tom Holland just, like, is every Spider-Man, like, in their shoes? Uh, but they see differently or something? Yeah. Yeah, like, the villains see differently? Yeah. It'd be lame. It'd be very lame, but, sorry, out there. Um... That's all I got. All right. Well, let's take it over to TV. Uh, I didn't have much for TV. So, first thing I had, David Chase, creator of Sopranos, came back and said, no, I'm not confirming the Tony Dodd and Sopranos finale. So, he backtracked. Vindication! And I just put congrats. 
Vindication! I don't know if it was something more like, oh, wait, I want to leave this, like, up in, out in the open, you know, like, up in thin air kind of thing mm -hmm. still. But um, he, he backtracked on it. That's what I like. That's what I like. Then the next thing I had was How I Met Your Father cast Kim Cattrall, uh, one of the girls from Sex and City, as Hilary Duff's, like, Bob Saget voiceover narrator. Yeah. So that's who they got. Is it the, the main voice of Sex and the City? No, it's not Sarah Jessica Parker. But it's, is she the main voice, though? The narrator voice? Maybe. I saw it might be the... She's the blonde. Yeah, I think I know yeah, who it is. She's the one that's, like, not in the reboot stuff they're doing. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. I'm just yeah. saying... I never watch a show, but I know there's one person. The whole thing's based around one of them being a writer mm -hmm. for like, the, like a tabloid. I have no idea about the show. I'm pretty sure, and then so it's like there's like one I character like mom watched it or something. I, I've seen it in passing, yeah, yeah. references and everything mm -hmm. else. I'm pretty sure there's a voiceover the whole thing. It's not Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, so, that, so if that's the case, her voice is perfect for it for gotcha. voiceover. But yeah, that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in? Uh, no. All right. I did not watch SNL. Yeah, there's some shows I gotta watch. I gotta watch Squid Games. I gotta watch that impeachments thing. Yeah, um, Doom Patrol's that. like done, so I'm gonna check that out soon. I need to watch that soon. And then Young Justice, I'm gonna wait till that's all done for season four. Mm -hmm. Then I'll watch that. Oh, another thing too. I heard um, there's a DC movie, anime movie coming out where it's like basically Home Alone with uh with Damon uh Wayne like in the Batcave fighting off villains. It's like Robbie Fox is talking about it. Like, there's a thing in the comics where, like, they're making a movie, asking me in the comics where Damon, that's his son, right? Damon, Damon Wayne. Damon yeah. Wayne is in the Batcave by himself for a night. The son and, of, and, 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 like, Bruce and uh, yeah. Al Ghul, right? Yeah, Tali Al Ghul. Yeah. And, but anyway, he's, like, in the Batcave when his dad's out mm. and all the villains are trying to get in and he has to fight them all. He's a pretty good Robin. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Probably third best Robin, though. Unfortunately, Who's number one? Dick Todd, Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson. Yeah, I was gonna say Dick Grayson. Yeah, he, he's, he's my Robin. Then number two is Jason Todd. Mm -hmm. The whole story where he got killed, but then he's the Red Hood. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Then Damian Wayne just by default third, and then Tim Drake sucks. Oh, yeah, there's a freaking dead, wasn't there? Well, there's Batgirl. Yeah, there's there. I thought there was Barbara one. Gordon. Yeah, I thought there was one of of female Robin. Robin for like a day. It might have been Barbara Gordon, like just posing as Robin, but yeah, that's all I can think of. I've never heard of a girl Robin. Okay. Robin Sparkles. Robin. Yeah, say Robin Sparkles. <laughs> all right, let's take it over to music. First up, Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. His concert, uh, the Astro World Tour. Uh, There's a whole bunch of casualties. I think eight people died at, at one of the shows. Pretty much. There was just like a, it was just raids at a mosh pit, and a bunch of people like died from like, I don't know if they were seizing or what. I don't know like the specifics of their deaths, but there was like trampling shit, you know what I mean, and like stuff like that. But like people were trying to cancel Travis Scott, and I'm like, come on, like, I mean, yeah. I like it, it's it's easy to it's easy to me. It's like it's easy to say Travis Scott should do more, but like we were talking about it a little bit earlier, and like you were saying like. When you're in front of a stage like that, like you have all those lights in front of you, you can kind of barely see what's in no, front of you. No, you, you can't see it barely. Yeah, at you all. can't see shit past like the third row. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> so like, I, I mean, and he's like been out at other shows and like been acknowledging if he notices something, just like you know, hold up the show. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think the man's to blame. 
Like, I think it just comes down to security at the event and the, like, the press, whatever the fucking tour committee is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's more responsible as a, the organizer of the tour. Because it's the Astro Award Festival. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm saying, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying, if AV gets any fault, it's because he organized it and he should just because he's the head guy. Yeah. So they were, right. like, saying that he was inciting, like, violence and shit. It's like, I, right. I read that someone thought he was an Illuminati and that was a human sacrifice. Yeah, like, Fortnite cut his, like, uh, emote yeah, so <laughs> the next stupid. day. It was, so like, the true. one where he, like, raises the microphone. Yeah. Or like, That's yeah. so stupid. But by the way, I looked up real quick. There's three female Robins. Really? Elena Wayne, Carrie Kelly, Stephanie Brad. I've never heard of any of those names, nor recognize any other names. I recognize this one from the picture. Huh. I'm trying to think of like who it would even be. Maybe like if there's a comic where Batman and Vicky Vale got together, which I'm sure there is. But anyways, let's take it over to James of the Week. So... I have nine songs here. I'm thinking five you'll go for, so I'll save those for later. Um, first up, actually maybe six, because two chains is in here. <laughs> first up, The Antidote by Simple Plan, Simple Plan's Back. Nice. Not like a huge jam, but I think it was good enough that I think it's going to lead to good things for him. it's a good start and they can get back on track with stuff like that mm-hmm. um then i got circles by ian dior um and then i got New Tooth by Rich Brian. Sample too. Like. Um, and then I got Just Kids by Zach Hood. This could be a potential jam of the week. I already like it. Good, like, uh, good vibes. Um, then I got Wreck by Two Chains and Big Sean. Mm-hmm. I think your boy's dropping an album soon, so that's good for you. Get some fucking Two Chains lines. Oh, I'm sorry, now I'm like 10. <laughs> Well, there's Two Chains. 
Then, uh, all right, these are more of the Jam of the Week options. Um, New Shapes by Charlie XCX and Christine and the Queen. It's all right. I think Just Kids might be better than this, though. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I like, I like Charlie XCX. Yeah, I, I like this, but I, I like Just Kids better. Then uh, I got Let's Go to Hell by Ty Verdes. This is what I listen to the most on repeat. It's good. It's good. I like it. Then I got One Right Now by Post Malone and The Weeknd. Not bad. Not bad. Most songs like that have to grow on me because it's. Yeah, it might grow on me, and I I mainly put it up in this up this high because the artist, mm -hmm. but this one I, it might be tough to beat. Bruno Mars, yep. Anderson Pox, Silk Sonic, Back Again. This album is probably going to be album of the year for me. Like <laughs> it's already it's been bop after bop. Absolutely. Smoking out the window. I mean, I, I think the top three are just kids, let's go to hell and smoke it out the window, but it is tough to beat smoke out the window. No, like, yeah, yeah. like, they're all good, but, like, it's just so tough to beat that. So, right now, that album has out Skate, Leave the Door Open, and Smoke It Out the Window. Mm -hmm. All three. 
amazing. Yeah, let me make sure. I, I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't think the whole album dropped yet. No, it's not. I, I, I checked when that one came out. Escape to my baby. Yeah, just those three right now. But, like, as soon as that drops, bro, oh. <laughs> it's going to be good, dude. It's going to be good. I really love Babies Made, too. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a surplus. <laughs> you know, and then Bruno or It'll Anderson. be like the Baby Boom Part 2. It'll be like, what caused the second one? Like, ah, the Bruno Mars dropped an album with Anderson Bach. <laughs> what was the first one? Ah, just World War Two. People coming home. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I have for Jams of the Week. Give it to your Jam of the Week. Smoking Out the Window by Bruno Mars, Anderson Pop, and uh, Silk Sonic. Um, you can check out all the Jams of the Week, as well as other Jams that we fuck with on the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. You can also check out the podcast there, as well as Apple Podcasts. But with that, Ryan, take it away. Uh, you took half my closing statement. So, koozie, seven bucks a piece. Cold hands. Or cold beer. Oh, you messed it up. Okay. Warm hands. Can't lose. Warm hands, cold beer, can't lose. At Dare J Sports on Twitter and Instagram uh, and TikTok. And yeah, to get more, I'd be on the push. Two chains, line of the week. Very not not, not safe for work. Yeah. It's not safe for work. <laughs> Baby, I just landed. You don't pick me up. Heard you like to squirt. I might lick it up. <laughs> That's the wild. All right, see you guys. Peace out. You couldn't tell I guess I'm doing well This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather to the beat, beat, beat Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Stones through the things you learn are always showing. Oh, baby, I think I know why you aren't left behind. These things are contradicting. I know somewhere that I will pass you by with a sunset in the sky. Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my 